We oh. went to the shop. We we did yeah. some shopping. Harmony um, and Key went shopping. We found a little a book. I don't know why I wanted to say bee. It's not a bee. We found a like tiny automaton, like the size right. of a bee. <laughs> little little robot bug drone thing. Yeah. Um, Put it in a bell. Yeah, it's currently in a jar. We don't know what it is. Also um, got the book mm -hmm. that Yes, got that really weird book with the eye that was mm -hmm. like, oh. There was a mysterious bit of uh, like honeycomb or whatever that was oh, yeah? floating in, in formaldehyde, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 You paid a really stupid amount of gold stupid for amount. it, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, he was like, hey, I took a bet that no one would. <laughs> buy this thing and now you're buying it I think that's my favorite part of the whole session <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I love how there was that little bit of like fun and then uh, everything fell apart when they nuked the beach <laughs> well, it was like a little bit of fun between some crap because I forgot at the church that whole thing happened to Amina oh, yeah. and Maple oh, yeah. Yeah. that kind of blew up. yeah <laughs> And then there From was the nice the little bee thing, and then we went back to the ship where everything blew up again. I actually missed most of the church interaction because I was I had stepped away, so I, I don't know the entirety of what happened there. Uh, I know there's some perception fuckery, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, and then once we got on the ship, we were like leaving, uh, sort of circling around. Um, we got in position sort of opposite the rebel base. Uh, and then we blew up Alderaan. No, um, <laughs> Harmony, Harmony read off a list Essentially, of names, yeah. Uh, rebels that were implicated in the death of her father, her stepfather? Stepfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, a list of names of people that were implicated in the death of her stepfather, um, and then gave the order, and Alessia dropped several meteors on it. Um, and as we were still reeling from that in our own ways... Uh, the gods themselves descended on a creepy angel ship and uh, landed in the ocean. They just decided we to say hi. We were instructed to not be afraid, and fortunately, we were all distracted. So, we we are not currently afraid. <laughs> we're all too like overwhelmed to have any feelings right now. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. to imagine that the gods are like, "Oh my gosh, the message finally works! Like, be not afraid, it finally works, you guys." <laughs> Meanwhile, other side of the ship, there's a whole country of people that are just like out of Horrified. their minds right now. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, to think that they looked down and saw these fireballs, and they're like, "Shit, did we do that? Was that us? <laughs> Was that us, Kristen? Kristen, yeah, we told been. you, don't touch the red button, all right?" <laughs> Um, what if it was though? <laughs> the thing Alessia was, was trying to do, the, the the Alessia thing didn't even work, and they don't know it didn't work because the, because the Ark launched fireballs. <laughs> this, this this whole thing has gone in a way we did not foresee. No. Oh God. Um. Did I miss anything important? Does anyone want to chime in with anything? I think um, that that seems oh Mabel and Amina found out they were being used as spies mm. all right That's so that fun. was something that they've had to deal with now because it feels like they haven't been a given a choice in anything um, congratulations on being protagonists we're all very yep, happy to have you yep, yep. <laughs> um, um 
What happened with church and Satan man? I I don't I don't remember the resolution just, of that. You know, I'm trying to look at I'm trying to look at my notes. Like, what did I he write? He just kind of poofed out of there and vanished. I tried to. Oh, I tried I tried to punch him. I tried to punch him and that didn't work. And he turned Wait. me into basically stone and I couldn't move. You he actually struck Satan. him. Yeah. I, yeah, I hit him. And then he was like, nope, you're going to be turned to stone. And I'm going to give him, you know, lock it. <laughs> you literally punched him with the energy of like, I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Is that not the purpose of the uh, barbarian cleric multi? Of, of course. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it was. I totally did that on purpose. What button am I supposed there to There you use go. That one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever that one is. No, I just I just clicked back onto voice activity. <laughs> um no no no. I we left I gave it to um uh the priestess and I said you can do whatever you want with this because I don't want it. Um because it might Oops. make me go crazy. Yeah, that's what I assumed happened. I did not think we would have kept that on us because that we're gonna guy come was back. creepy. We're going to come back to Halavas 100 hours from now and like the priest you left it with is going to be lording over the entire island. Oh, hell just yeah. Just armies of the dead. We just made the new big bad. Honestly? Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's going to be a mini boss later. I respect the hustle. Oh yeah, he was straight up a betrayer god. Did we get his name? I think he Lord... was the betrayer god. Was it yeah. Ariak? The well the you didn't actually exactly say that. The name that he gave to you was Right, it was like an epithet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I gotta yeah. pull I gotta pull him but up. It was it was the priestess who told us it was the Petraea god when we gave the name. It was Lord, Lord Demavar. Yeah, Lord Demavar. Demavar. Yeah, my notes are like all over the place, so hard to find everything. <laughs> I actually have to show everybody my NPCs and faction images channel real quick because I need to just grab the name of this lady. She's not there. There she is. That's her name, Arametra. I run like 10 games and I have like over a thousand original NPCs. So sometimes. You're amazing and I don't know when you sleep. I don't. I don't sleep. I gonna say she doesn't. But I'm doing this. <laughs> For the like, tarot cards, y'all. Anytime I will get on Discord at like three in the morning, five in the morning, three p.m. and Essie's on Discord talking. Yeah. I think I gotta I gotta pull There's her from no sleep. Cat Girls of Storm Wreck Isle. <laughs> yes, I have a game called Cat Girls of Storm Wreck Isle. All right. And I'm not part of it, and that's a fucking shame. Because we're gonna we're gonna double up on this character since she's in a different world. Because I want to make this tarot card pull special. Ooh. So. We love a good crossover episode. Yes. Yes, we do. I mean, I it's different worlds entirely. So you know, like sometimes. You have name dropped other like official D and D realms on this stream before, so. That's a dragon. It is a dragon. Why? What are you doing there? Welp. Crossover episode. Uh, What's she doing? <laughs> well, what the dragon was... doing? What? Who? <laughs> who's sure who's, wi who's wife is this? Right now. Uh, take me with you, please. <laughs> I think there are three of us down there. 
We are not seeing this. Plot twist. She's not coming down to the boat. She's coming up to the boat from underneath. Ooh. Oop, that was the wrong... That was the wrong artist. It's after Infinity, not ASK2. One of our partners. Go check that out. Is ASK2 uh, one of the music partners? If they right? are, yes. But the song I'm looking for was actually after Infinity. So this is from a tarot card poll. And, uh, just, just so we, we got... know who to blame. Who is this? I think this is Christy. This is Christy's. So cool. look at this beautiful... Oh, no, this is going to be more interesting than anything. So this is the first one. And let's see if I have an After Infinity link in the chat. Because this is some good stuff, and it says 100 times over royalty-free, just credit in your VODs. After Infinity. Are we here? Yeah, you can go ahead and check them out. Free music for your D&D campaigns. In any case, as you're reeling from everything that you have just witnessed, the arc falling from the sky, the multiple spinning wheels telling you all to be not afraid, as was mentioned, the landing of this massive deific entity, the ship of the gods as it's known in your folklore, the folklore of Valerian, crashing down into the Velas Ocean. Not necessarily crashing. Landing is a very distinct term to use here because it does not cause a massive world-ending tsunami. It is a slow land, as we know, the ship that carries the gods, the chariot that carries the gods through the universe has been landed as a vehicle. Even the priests and priestesses have considered this and described this as a vehicle, a ship of the gods. It sails through the stars. And as it lands, somehow with the interference or the manipulation of Nicaea Voss, the armorsmith of the Aeroth Takal, the master engineer of the Dragon Keepers, somehow manipulating it just enough with the force that she brings to bear of engineers and artificers inside the Ark to land, causing a pretty significant ripple in the Velas Ocean. Now, as you recover simultaneously from the ash and smoke and death, that is the reeking stench that is wafting across the air from the burning of Fort Atronox, the rubble fortification in the Ashenwood. You are assailed on both sides by this massive visual stimulus and this these slowly spinning wheels that initially were rapidly moving around these the central eye that was a enormous open eye that seemed to have veins and retinas and everything but as it struck the water it turned a clear silver almost like a very like a perfectly smooth silver object and the other rings all containing blinking eyes around it slowly began to stop or to slow before coming to a stop as the rings, after hitting the water, slowly churn and grind, causing this kind of beautiful waterfall effect, just like in, if you've played Final Fantasy X, when they first fire up the Blitzball dome, it's kind of what's happening there, but the water is just kind of forming these continuous waterfalls and splashes of water over the arc itself. They tell me I put the loop on. I did! I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it is now being drenched in water, and... On top of all of this, to further avail your senses, you hear the rumbling of a deep, reverberating, guttural roar. This <laughs> as 
the sea churns once more and your sails flutter and the masts bend under the weight of the wings of a creature that gusts overhead that appears to be a dragon golden in color giving pause to many on the ship and you hear dragon as they attempt to reach the ballistas and you hear Alessia just still on her hands and knees after straining to cast this this enormous enormously powerful spell this master mastercraft spell that pulled meteors from the heavens straining and saliva dripping from her mouth eyes bloodshot veins in her neck protruding like looks up and just stop it's gold you idiot and then just collapses back down on one knee and just kind of wheezes a little bit as she struggles to catch your breath and Darius just holds up a hand and this dragon begins to circle overhead what are the rest of you doing I'm still downstairs. I dragged Amina down there. Uh, you did hear Willow. this roar kind of that just echoed through the ship. <clears throat> Willow is uh, currently sitting uh, cross-legged under the stairs or whatever other dark corner she can find if under the stairs isn't possible. Um, her armor sits sort of open um, and she is outside of it um, sitting cross-legged on the floor. She is taking these like slow breaths trying to like count and and sort of ground herself and come out of the panic attack that she knows she's in um and she pulls out this wound up not wound up rolled up sort of uh bulk of leather uh rolls it out and it's it's her toolkit it's um a wide array of like wrenches pliers various screwdrivers various implements and she just again with these very deep breaths just starts going through them and sort of naming them with these slow deep breaths in between to try to focus on something else and and pull herself out um she is not seeming to notice anything else around her at the moment um that's what she's currently doing okay mabel was mabel was in view of you because she sat down on the floor after dragging amina uh, um, yeah dragging Amina and Kedjit from upstairs, right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I wrote about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. COVID. She right. hasn't she Kedisha. hasn't reacted. She okay. hasn't reacted to Amina and Mabel's presence. Yeah, She's... she didn't, I don't think she said anything to you. I think we stopped it cuz she saw you and was just like, "We need to have some hot chocolate." Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. Um, Willow has not acknowledged your guys' presence in any way. She seems to be focused entirely on what she's doing. Um, yeah. Okay. So, with the next card that was up in the queue, this is going to be a good one. This is the familiar card that was from last session. Another beautiful card. Our friends at Weirdworks LLC. I love this one. The familiar is really pretty. What, uh, that, what that's going to give you, words, words are so hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, as you are, where is Key? Uh, Key, I, I was going to call you Rory again. Where is Key in all this? Are you on the deck or are you below decks? Key, key's on the deck. <laughs> okay. Too, too many games, too many characters. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and place those of you who are on the deck. The dragon soars around, just 
and kind of keeps looking back uh, and forth between your ship and the uh, the Stormbreaker. Also, too many ships. Storm's Call. The Storm's Call and the Ark that is currently kind of bobbing up and down in the water trying to maintain buoyancy. And this dragon does a swoop overhead. As this is happening, I'm going to go ahead and place those of you who are on the deck onto the deck. So we have Key. Kimnela, where are you? There we go. Okay. I'm going to put you there for now. And Harmony, you're on the deck, I believe, right? Yes, she is. Okay. So this is where everybody's standing. Relative position. Feel free to move your characters around. And Mabel, are you below decks? I am, yeah, I'm I'm below decks. Okay, so you have yeah. a, there's a whole map here, so I'm going to put you below decks. This is, actually, that's the first one. Below decks are all the way on the left, so the last two here are the holds. And also, this is a big map, feel free to move about at your heart's content. And Willow, you're also below decks, right, being consoled? Uh, right now, yeah. Well, she's she's ignoring the presence of other people at the moment and trying to okay. center herself. But yes, that's where she is. Got it. And Amina, are you below decks as well? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Mabel didn't give you a choice. And... She just picked you up and was like, nope, you're coming with me. Khadija, okay. You have this adorable little weasel, right? She's a mink, so a mink. technically. Yes, okay, technically. Of the weasel family. Yes. <laughs> I, for some reason, went down a rabbit hole of weasel talk, so that was, like... <laughs> Amazing. I love that. The first thing that came to my mind. Yes, oh my gosh, they're adorable and they make great pets. And also, let's see if your Nightbot command works. Hey, there you are. Okay, and rewinding from before, you can go check out Garnet uh, playing um, the lovely Amina with uh, their little adorable minx, Khadija. Uh, that's the link tree officially. We have it in the Nightbot. Woo! And also, it was mentioned earlier, so our partners in SK2 are also there. And then the first thing you heard was Guild of Ambiance. I believe, yes, that is usually the ambiance music that we start with. So on the deck, as this is happening, Ferondale apparates just kind of on your shoulders and you can feel the claws on the back uh, on your back shoulders kind of uh, cutting through the fabric again it's a very familiar feeling to you by now uh rory as um, they just kind of scamper up and you're like ah oh, fuck and they just kind of uh, get on your shoulder and kind of lean back and there's this like or this kind of muffled high-pitched barely audible screech uh, and there is this, you can see these like tendrils of magic almost just shoot out with great force, like up and kind of dissipate in these clouds of sparks, almost like little isolated silent fireworks of magic, like uh, signal flares. And you see as this kind of muffled roar from your fairy dragon, it kind of turns into a melodic song almost. And you hear this like, Almost like wind chimes is what it sounds like. And as this echoes through the sky, you see the gold dragon just immediately turn its attention over to y'all and begins making a beeline for the docks. As this happens, Darius is just, Alessia? And Alessia just kind of waves him off as she's still trying to recover. 
and it begins to slow to slow almost but it's still barreling towards the deck with harmony and key what are the two of you and you can see now all of you very clearly on kinela's shoulder is not a weird bird it looks like a small blue dragon. He has made himself visible to all of you, and he is launching these magical flares, trying to get, but somehow affiliated with Key, which gives you all a pause. And Daria says, what the fuck is that on your shoulder? And why, what is it doing with the magic? Peculiar bird. <laughs> <laughs> Tis but a bird, my lord. Nothing to see here. Tis, Tis but a bird. There's nothing there. What are you talking about? You're going nuts. The Gaslight Darius, do yeah. it. The dragon is, it kind of does another quick circle and then it spreads its wings and kind of uh, makes a menacing sort of hovering position in the sky about 120 feet above you, like comes to a sudden stop and then makes a beeline straight for the deck, is not stopping and is speeding up. Can how many try and read this dragon's intent? Like Absolutely, go ahead and make an, go ahead and make a I guess an insight check? <laughs> Key, Key would have probably yelled, What do I do? Uh, you can hear just to, to face. Calm everybody down! Calm everybody down! A 13. A 13. Um, well, uh, this is actually spoken in common now. Feyrondale, uh, this uh, fairy dragon, is speaking, and you can hear these these words in common echo through your mind that are, that are just shouting, calm everybody down. But it's like, calm, calm everybody down. And these little tendrils of magic. Are so, and these little silent fireworks of very pretty, very sparkly magic. And then the sound of moon chimes, uh, wind chimes. And Darius is just like, what the fuck? And the dragon, he kind of inches closer to the, to the ballista. And the dragon spreads its wings and it stops just shy about 30 feet from the deck of the ship. And Darius and this other sailor are hands on the ballista. And you hear in like this deep kind of gender neutral rumble speaking in common. I wouldn't do that if I were you. And you can see this spark of light just kind of this low light just lingering in the back of this thing's mouth as they talk. Harmony just kind of takes a very, like, not a surrendering stance, but just is very apprehensive to make any sudden moves in front of this creature, uh, this dragon, but is also looking towards Key, like, what is what is what is this <laughs> i love We're like just... the processing like uh key i'm trying to figure out if this is actually what i want to do um follow your heart do it I would like to use thaumaturgy just to yell, everybody stop. Okay. And as you kind of bring up magic in your hands and your your throat starts to glow with this pale blue energy, your voice just stop, 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 and echoes about 300 feet over the waters that are now still churning, like the boat's still swaying. 
And in this moment of calm, the dragon does a bit of a spin and lurches forward. And as they do, they shrink and become smaller. And as they barrel 30 feet towards the deck, there is this blur of gold and white mane and leathery wings that transitions from a dragon mid-flight to an individual, a humanoid, landing on the deck about nine and a half, ten feet tall, yay wide, and just <laughs> crashes onto the deck, bends some of the boards, and any of the, there's just this mist that comes up from the water that was on the deck. And before you is a giant woman <laughs> with this beautiful silver mane and these golden horns that just protrude and in humanoid form, elvish pointed ears with sort of gold trim and almost like antlers and horns and these very spiky, uh, the skin almost forms natural upalets and, and shoulder plates. And her eyes glow with this resonating purple as her largesse encompasses the deck. And she turns back to Darius and then back to the rest of the group. And all of you down in the holds, you hear this like landing on the deck and this voice that echoes and this, those continued roars and the rocking of the ship and all of this commotion up on the top deck. And she just sizes all of you up, looking all of you in the eyes before speaking again. Who is responsible for this madness? And just kind of gestures over to the Ark. Do you have any idea what this is or what you have wrought? This is not the doing of the gods. So I demand an explanation on behalf of the metallic flight. Speak. I think at this point, with all of this going on on top, maybe we'll definitely be like, all right, I got to get up and go find out what's happening. Okay. All right. Uh, anyone that wants to move up can bring your characters from the second to last or the last uh, map over to the deck as you can make your way up to the top deck. Thank you for the follow. Cool claws. I love that name. Okay. So she kind of looks around and she points over at Darius. You there, Dragon Keeper. What is the meaning of this? And Darius says, I am just as aghast as you must be. This is clearly a situation that must be dealt with. with all due haste. Darius out of his element, that's new. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Anna. All we want to do is see you turn into giant woman. <laughs> and she kind of turns around. Someone else, please speak for this bumbling fool. Keetra's eyes harmony. Like... Harmony looks towards this this beautiful giant woman. Giant woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, we'll 
slowly take a step forward. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> we were informed by a... <sighs> it's rather complicated. All we know is that the Ark has decided to descend from where it was placed, and now it's here. We are as much as a loss as you are. And all of these ships in tow, the direction of which seems to be this holy relic of the gods. And what would you be planning to do once you bring all of your ships to bear about the Ark, this sacred forbidden vehicle, hmm? To my knowledge, we were only planning to secure the site to ensure that nobody else had gotten themselves hurt trying to ransack such a obviously delicate and important piece of religious um, relic. We mean no harm. This is forbidden. This is forbidden knowledge. This is not for mortal eyes. Understood. But from the information we gathered, those who had the clearance to deal with this would not be arriving here for some time. We could leave it unattended if you so wish. <laughs> Absolutely not. I will be taking control of the Ark. If you want to get even close to this, you will have to go through me. I will treat with you and holy pilgrims. But access will be restricted at best. We shall see what happens when the rest of the flight gets here. And don't even think about using those nasty ballista against us. We are many and we stand united as protectors of this realm. An attack against one is an attack against us all. And the rest of my flight will be arriving momentarily. I happen to be in the area, and I'm glad I was. This is not to become a spectacle for mortals to gawk at and disrespect. This is the handcraft of the gods themselves, and the metallic flight will be taking control. Harmony will look towards Darius, just to kind of gauge his thoughts on the development of the conversation so far. Darius kind of... If, keep in mind, I use enhanced dragon stat blocks in this game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> From uh, I'm very excited to see the the new MCDM dragon, but for now we're using uh, Tome of Beasts and some of the mm -hmm. other um, like level up 5e uh, stuff. But uh, I'm excited for the new Flea Mortals dragons, because uh, those are the ones we're going to be using when they come out. But mm -hmm. yeah, so my dragons are a little uh, more dangerous. Than and average. and very pretty. Yes, yes. and also very pretty. <laughs> How dare you imply that other dragons aren't pretty? Yes, I, but well, look at us. This yeah. one, is, this one is particularly they, pretty. They right? walked so she could run. Come yeah. on, <laughs> Darius. Just um, knowing that above game, uh, Darius says, "If the rest of your flight is coming, I would hope to be the one to entreat with you. We would very much like to." gain access and if there is 
someone on board. Someone who was able to find access through, and she just, how would any mortal be on board this ship? What sacrilege is this that spews from your dirty little mouth? Mabel and... loves her. <laughs> Dari. <laughs> hearing Darius just get ripped to shreds, Amina slowly ventures back yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. deck. <laughs> Darius. Mabel is looking upon uh, upon this giant dragon lady like she is Isindra herself. Like she is just <laughs> in awe and like holding her amulet and not saying anything but just so fucking relieved. Well, sometimes Isindra rides a gold dragon, so that is definitely, oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Daria says, well, if if there is a sinister agent amongst the mortals, we would certainly, uh, regardless of, of from what cloth they are cut, we will do everything we can. Remember out of character that Darius does not get along with Sirach or with Nicaea. We would certainly be willing to aid you in whatever way possible. It would uh, behoove us to work together to root out whatever this corruption is and bring it to an end. Definitely playing for power here. I would be happy to assist in any way that we can, and I would be... It would be a great honor for a man such as myself to parlay with one of the great members of the Metallic Flight. And he kind of bows awkwardly like he doesn't really do it very often and kind of bows in deference and she kind of leans back. Finally, a mortal with some semblance of manners. This respect that you have shown me now, it might be a little too late, but we'll see if your actions follow up on your words. I will perch atop the Ark and stand guard, and any ship that comes within a thousand feet shall be set ablaze immediately. Do all, and her voice echoes, like, just Do all understand this decree? The Ark is now under the control of the metallic flight. We will treat with representatives of mortals in kind and one at a time. And just kind of looks at Darius. Go ahead. I, well, I'm going to let her say whatever her piece is, but then yeah. I'm going to, like, try to make myself known in her eyesight and just very, like, faithfully bow and say, may I speak to you, my lady? <laughs> Hello, darling. Yes, what manners. Thank you for addressing me so politely. She kind of turns and, like, an almost ten feet tall and kind of slowly turns and you all have to kind of get out of the way and she kind of leans down just a little bit. What would you ask of me, dearie? Nikki's having some flutters here. Mabel is just in awe. <laughs> <laughs> Giant women. Um, so, do you want to get a coffee sometime? Yeah. Do you want to? I'll come with you. I'll get on your back, and we can ride. As as you're gathering oh. your thoughts, she uh, gazes over at Amina and says, "Ah, oh, a member of the Four Houses. It is good to see you here, bringing some semblance of order and peace. I hope to this rabble." I am attempting to do so, my lady. And then she's just gonna do like her her curtsy bow and um not quite meet her gaze, 
mainly because she's like twice her height, but also as a sign of respect. She looks over at Darius and says, You! Why did you speak first? Why is she not in charge? Mangle nods. She should be. Yes. Yes, I agree. And just kind of looking at Darius, defer to this one. We're pointing at Amina and then just looks back at Amina and does a little uh, head bow and then back over to Mabel and says, now your question, dearie. Um, I guess this isn't so much a question. It's a comment. Um, I, I don't want to tell you, I obviously will not tell you what to do, but I do think that it is important that you don't trust anybody on this ship. And she says that kind of quiet, like getting quieter. Does that include you? She says quietly. <laughs> yeah, fans. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like having having some trouble here. Uh um I, I will attempt to be as truthful of a bugbear as I can be. And that is why I am telling you this. And she's just clutching her, her amulet. Because she very much is like full on believer mode that this she was brought here for this reason. Amina returns the kindness that Mabel has shown her just by grabbing her paw like as a, you know, like support. Like, all right, we're in this together. You got this. Oh. Whatever it is you need to say to her, you can say it. Just very, just very quietly and calmly, just grabs her paw, gives it a little squeeze. Oh, I take both. I take your hand in both of my paws and like pet it and take strength from your from your hand. I just, I, I do not want you to fall into the trap that could be woven by some charismatic people. She, she kind of stops and and listens and kind of almost raises an eyebrow and then looks over at Alessia and says, this one needs medical attention and looks back at Key That's and <laughs> looks back at Key and Harmony and just kind of locks eyes with Harmony and Alessia kind of leans back against the side of the ship and just kind of moves a little closer uh, standing kind of kind of walks very lumbers across the the deck and kind of narrows her gaze at harmony i sense that you are a leader as well but also you are very interesting young one aren't you am i i think you know your heritage And Harmony just <sighs> stares with a knowing glance. Your heritage gives you great power, but that power can be volatile. I have great control over my power. I have no worries. 
rare for a blue. They tend to be very passionate. I am unlike others. I see. You have great leadership qualities. Lean on that and look to those whom you lead. It will help you control. Go ahead. Me? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say that, like, when Harmony says, like, I'm different from others, mm -hmm. um, she kind of, like, smiles. It's like a forced smile, though. And, like, she doesn't like... <laughs> she doesn't like this this conversation. Yeah. Um, and the implications of it. So she's like, I have control. I'm fine. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she kind of slowly moves back to the center of the deck and kind of looks over at Key and just, How came you by Ferrondale of the Fey Court? It seems that I had a predecessor who made a deal. She kind of gets real close to Ferrondale, kind of leans back, and she says, You are meddling in multiple realms. This is very, very close to operating outside of the laws with which we all abide, Ferrondale of the court of house... <laughs> of, the like seven son. of the seventh son. Of the seventh son. Of the seventh son. Dale of the court of the house of the seventh son. I'm going to put that in there. I think it's, it's the, the third yeah, yeah. house. It's the third house of the seventh son. Third, okay. So many of those so close together. Oh, Lord. Ferrondale <laughs> of yeah, the yeah, yeah. third... House of the seven, seventh son. Okay. Boom. Be careful not to cross those lines, Ferondale. And Ferondale just kind of like slinks back and kind of scampers under your vest. <laughs> Little coward. <laughs> She just kind of like one. curtsy, like bows a little bit to her. Like, Ooh. did you want to get in on the conversation, Avalon? Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, or, no, or, or Key, go ahead. Oh, I was like, oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I uh, know. Hi, Drew. Dice straight. Thank you, Wizbits. Go ahead. Sorry. This was just when Willow had finally sort of calmed herself down and sort of come back around so that she could be present. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think she has any particular thing to say too much has happened she hasn't yeah. had a chance to process any of it so i don't think she could even begin to like be a part of the conversation um well this was uh this was a tarot card from christy and the familiar got you the opportunity to be able to get the parlay otherwise she was just going to fly over and go to the ship but the familiar card <laughs> yeah got you that parlay with her um cool uh, yeah, so Willow is, um, Willow just just now sort of came up from, from below. Um, she's in her armor again. She's sort of present. 
Um, her cheeks probably still look flushed. She she still looks tense, but she's not. Um, she's not panicking or shaking at the moment. So progress. Yeah. Um, yeah. She just arrived back up here. All right. You see a giant woman <laughs> standing on the deck of the ship it's with golden horns. Turn around and... and go back. Yeah. No. yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, nope. She just kind of like leans toward Harmony. What's what's going on? What did I miss? A gold dragon decided to appear. Not just any gold dragon. Arametra, the gold of the High Council of Metallic Dragons. I am taking command. I will like, roll that. Does that mean anything to Willow? You know that... Like, is that anything that's been heard before? To yeah, her? so there is a... You know that uh, the dragons, the metallic dragons have a council, and they have council members, usually one representing each color of the metallic flight, and if she is who she says she is, she's a big deal, and she's probably immensely powerful. And also considering we don't use typical dragon stat blocks, yeah. She looks a little bit young uh, for, she doesn't look ancient, but again, dragons in this world are more powerful than they are in most D&D 5e games because I use, I use the ultra Enhance. stat blocks. Yeah, enhanced stat yeah. blocks. Yep. I mean, that doesn't really, that doesn't really mean anything in character, but it's still good to know. Yes. Um, it, they're just, uh, sometimes there's bleed with people being like, oh, dragons aren't shit, you know, and, and the, sometimes it bleeds in character. It's never really been a thing in Valyrian. We're level three, so yeah. Um, well, even I don't think anyone has had experience with whole dragons. Arametra, the gold of the High Council of Metallic Dragons. I'm just assuming Mabel thinks that this is the same gold dragon that's associated with Asindra. She just kind of looks around, and it could be. Uh, probably more ancient though or maybe a descendant she just kind of looks around and makes her way to the edge of the ship and gets really close to y'all and she kind of squeezes by and you can see her like giant legs have these sort of gold spikes all running up along them uh, and almost has like bikini armor that is fashioned from um, uh, from the, the gold scales right because she's a dragon, you know what I mean? She's not going to be wearing, you know, Louis Vuitton or anything like that. And she just kind of gets to the... It's going to be, like, very natural, right? Because it's shape-shifting. And she gets to the edge, and she has a little tail, a, a tail that just kind of drags and kind of around. And she looks back at everyone and just... Heed my words carefully, mortals. No one within a thousand feet unless I or any member of the council or of my flight says so. I will assume this is understood. Harmony will nod slowly. And she just kind of jumps off the side and spins in midair. And as she spins, she just drops below deck. And then you see the wings just expand and she continues to rise. And I gotta get the right size. There we go. And just... And speaks again in common. Good luck to you, mortals. Wherever your ventures take you, 
hopefully far away from here. Yeah, gestures down at Darius. This man is dangerous. And... Oh, thank God. She, she understood what I was saying. Flies off what towards the Ark. Uh, that was the tarot card, everybody. So, woo! Thank you for the tarot card. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That was Christy. You'll have to. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for the tarot Gable card. was so worried about leaving them in charge of that ship. She is just now like, all right, I don't have to think about that anymore. That's under control. Yeah, whole world's gonna go to war with the metallic dragons over this fucking thing now. Um, that's cool. It's fine. Willow sort of like looks, just follows the the dragon with her eyes. Um. And as she sort of gets further away, just slowly tracks back across the, the burning forest, frowns a bit when she sees the, the still on fire coastline, um, just sort of shakes her head. Does she see Alessia still on her hands and knees trying to like recover? She is uh, now leaning against the side rail of the ship, kind of catching her breath and like is sweating profusely. Key. Okay. Is, that short the, of breath. is that the token? Is that the token right next to Willow? Yes. Okay. Um Willow sort of reaches out a hand, uh her her prosthetic hand specifically. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um Are you are you okay? I'll be alright. I just need a minute. Here, let me let me I don't know if this'll this'll do anything, but let me help a little bit. Um, I would like to cast Cure Wounds on her as Willow places a hand on her shoulder. Um, this, like, really quick uh, pulse of, of electricity just sort of goes through her and sort of invigorates okay. her muscles and sort of... It's, it's like a shot of adrenaline, essentially. Sure. Um, Before you do that, go ahead and roll a medicine check for me. Sure. And I will adjust accordingly. First roll of the night, everybody. Woo! Woo-hoo! And it's a two. Oh yeah. Um, okay. to total of two. Exactly I have a that. Plus zero to medicine. A shot of adrenaline, <laughs> and she just <sighs> and immediately gets up and vomits off the side of the deck. Oh no. Better out not than in. Hold her That's very really true. Key turns to Farendale and just goes, "I just got you into a lot of trouble, didn't I?" The head just kind of pops out from inside of the vest in the back and just, yes. What else was I supposed to say? Well, it's all right. In fact, I actually just saved your ass because she was seconds away from torching the whole ship until I left her the signal and explained what was going on and that we have very important passengers here, friends of the dragon flight, to which she uh, decided to come down and parlay. Something just told me I needed to intervene because she had a look of someone who is about to kill. And believe me, as a member of the flight, even a member of the Fey flight, uh, dragons have a certain aura about them before they are about to torch something. You can feel the energy and the heat begin to gather inside them. And uh, she seemed very angry about what was happening. So I signaled her that they were friends of the dragons here. Thank you very much for saving our ass, Feyrendale. Of course. I put myself out there a bit for that. I might be in trouble myself, but... Um... Oh, right. Sorry, everyone. And kind of uh, scampers up on your shoulder and 
for the rest of you, you see like a poof of magic, and there is now this strange-looking parrot uh, with like long tail feathers and different colors, and kind of looks at you and just. Bah! Can Harmony tell that's a, that's a fairy dragon, or does she think that's a glorified blue trick like chicken? Uh, make an Arcana check for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Second roll. Of the Come night. On, Let's go. Two. Rolls Let's go. Yeah. Another two. Dos. <laughs> I forgot it's I had the a... inspiration. Fuck. Oh well. It's a seven plus five, so I think a twelve. Twelve. Yes, that's maths. Uh, some kind of a magical shape shifting bird. <laughs> avian creature, maybe not bird, but definitely has avian features. Some draconic features, like a. Like a, a lizard, a strange, small, shape-shifting, uh, a dragon-like creature, but with a twelve, not you're not immediately recalling information about fairy dragons. Okay. But some uh, kind of magical shape-shifting avian creature, kind of the general gist of what you're getting. Harmony will look to Key and will just say, "May may I approach it?" That is entirely up to Farendale. She'll raise an eyebrow towards him. Uh, in the key, you hear. Fine, and you hear. <laughs> Harmony is going to. I believe he's said to approach. Yeah, Harmony. Harmony is going to approach this uh, blue reptile bird chicken and is just gonna like kind of like gently cup underneath its like <laughs> jaw and start looking okay <laughs> him like inspecting him the, um, the feathers start to kind of poof out a bit the the crest kind of goes up anytime she sees that like any kind of uncomfortability she just like <laughs> tries to give him scritches underneath his chin um while she inspects like the wither the, the feathers the wingspan just everything yeah, about this creature just, just a few more squawks and, and you hear key oh, this is so humiliating you know you could have said no it is absolutely fine. It's you didn't fine. Have to consent. It's fine. It's fine. I can. I can't take it back now. I can, but it's fine. <laughs> Curious. Told what? you before. He's a peculiar bird. <laughs> that he is. I forgot your weird bird. <laughs> and what was that strange magic it had floating around it? before. I believe it was some sort of weird magic floating around it. Makes sense somehow. Alright. Then she'll, like, give it a... I don't know how else to describe it other than, like, a posh, like, a really posh person trying not to touch, like, something they don't like. Just, like, pat-pat. Tapped <laughs> <laughs> up. Yeah, tapped up. <laughs> Well, uh, Isabets, I see your tarot card, and uh, it is interesting. Um, it's just going to... 
I guess that would kind of make sense. Dragon flight now. What up? Hey. <laughs> no, uh, it's actually it's very interesting. So kind of coming up from below decks. This is this is an easy one. It's a kraken. Oh my god. Coming up from below decks, which is the entrance is right about here. So that opens up and you can make your way below. Stairs, stairs, stairs. Oh. Oh yeah, there's a latch. Okay, that's right. So the latch opens here, and Mabel, you like you kind of ooh, uh, have to kind of. Wait, are you on the top? Oh yeah, you're on the top there. Oh no, yeah, I don't think you went around. I think you're probably yeah. The that's actually kind of funny, Mabel. Oh, you're you're yeah. standing on the latch, and you hear like a like a knock on the latch, from below you. Uh. Oh. And then she moves. Like, she's just very overwhelmed and everything is taking a very long time to process. So it takes her, like, a full, like, 15 seconds before she even realizes that, that it's a knock and she's on top of a door. And then she'll <laughs> just step aside and reach down and pull it up for whoever it is. Below, you can see, <laughs> going to step aside, a beautiful woman that you remember, breathtaking, kind of looks up at you and says, that was interesting. Do you normally block latches? Uh, you said she looks looks familiar. Yeah, it's it's Sergeant Liliana, oh, who wasn't okay. here, but okay. she is now because the tarot card was an inversed fiend. So this is uh, oh. for for no reason, no reason. She there's no correlation. Please ignore. I'll show you the upright version. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Maybe it's just a weird roll table thing. I don't know. It's pretty cool. And I see your other card. I'm going to get to it in a second. Let me put this back. So that's cool because then I get to show everybody else. Yeah, we do stand Liliana. I get to show everybody else the so beautiful new art that we got from Sassy Pickle on our Discord server. And she just kind of climbs up onto the ship and just... I, I do help her up. Okay. Like... She says that, and I'm going, oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and it's all, like, probably harder than I mean to, because I'm I'm so spastic right now, like, pull her up out of the, the, the stairs. Ooh. That's one I've never pulled before. <laughs> that sounds fun. That is... <clears throat> Very cool. I pulled a wild card for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I have so I so I have wild cards. There are wild cards in here that kind of give me an excuse to do weird shit. Uh, <laughs> and one you need an is, excuse. Yeah, one is uh, Vig Visir, and that was inverse. Uh, so that is Ooh, a wild. I'll show you all over here too. Yeah, this this is for uh, Storm uh, Stormwatch. But I have a wild here, and it's inverse, so it means that I get to use it for a negative. This was positively aspected, so it means I get to it means I get to do divine intervention bullshit, and it just happens. I don't have to give you I don't have to give a, a, an, an explanation. I can just it gives me an excuse to Deus Ex Machina in, in a good way. So this is upright, and this is this is my favorite card. This is the Dungeon Mistress, and ah. Uh, She's so pretty. I love this so much. This is my favorite card on the whole deck. And this is a wild card for me. And it's upright, so it's a positive. Unlike Stormwatch, which is a negative, and I still haven't used it. 
but we will. I have uh, forgotten. So, yes. So that's cool. So that was from Anna. So thank you, Anna. So that is uh, that is a DM, a benevolent DM wild card. So if things aren't going your way and I give you a DM boop or that kind of gives me an excuse to be like, hey, you know, if things aren't going well for you, I'll be like, I'm going to cash in that wild card, that dungeon mistress card and either roll again or lower the DC or vice versa. So I have a face up wild card for y'all. Yay. Okay. So Sergeant Liliana. Who y'all get to see now? I get to show everybody debuting on stream for Isabit. So yeah, thank you. Now everybody gets to see beautiful art by Sassy Pickle. She kind of dusts herself off and stands on the deck, and Darius just says, "Sergeant Liliana." She nods and she looks at Alessia and just, "Darling, you expended too much of your energy." I just put it, I, I just, I, I put her on there without hiding any of the stuff. Fuck it. <laughs> you already figured it out what, anyway. What a woman. Yeah. Uh, and, but like, that's, that's above game. In game, y'all don't, you know what I mean? Like, in game is a different story. But above game, it's basically become a meme at this point. So, fuck it. <laughs> and that's, she... that's what, that's what she says. Yeah. <laughs> Every... Sergeant Suckies. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of, uh, grabs Alessia by the hand and she leans in and she says Alessia you overexerted yourself darling do you consent and she just wipes the vomit and just and she says good and then press a digitation yourself and you just see Alessia just wave her hand and just kind of spit a few more times off of the uh, off the side of the rail and you can smell this like minty fresh cucumber melon scent come from Alessia now and some of the dirt and residual vomit and everything that she may have had and little specks of hair just kind of flakes and, and, and flakes off and starts to sort of turn to dust as she kind of uses this silvery prestidigitation and she says good now let's get you to a private quarters and we'll get you feeling right in no time it's it, it it will drain you and it will make you sleep for like three days, but it will heal it will heal you if 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 you let it go both ways. That's the price I'm willing to pay. Yeah. Yep. You know what? <laughs> That's the price only worth paying. Yeah. Volunteers tribute many times <laughs> as she wants. Yeah. So in, in the past thirty seconds, we have hit upon at least three Lonely Island songs that I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Women women she she does say it's women. a special talent of mine i i have the ability well the ability but i tend to be attracted to most people the personality is a plus and if any of you find yourselves in need of healing i can use my powers and my unique talents to attempt to do so with mutual consent and the process will leave you drained for at roughly three days but it can heal you, and it will be enjoyable. Some of the talents I bring to bear, it is just a special, unique source of magic. And I have brought it to bear in the Vasquatoria to the best of my ability. And again, it works both ways. So if you're a real prick, don't expect to have the feeling be mutual. But I like most of you so far. Willow blushes furiously and says nothing. <laughs> Bright red. 
Well, then... Thank you. Thank you for this tarot card. He just has <laughs> a I've been new look on... Like, he just has a I've been new look on their face. Like, yeah. It's also These thing. tarot cards have just been yeah. giving us some good content. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not something I'm afraid to talk about. It's better if I'm open about it. And when the feeling is mutual, it also gives me energy. It invigorates me. And it's how I sustain myself. Moscatoria is aware, and that's why they have given me a special privileges within the military. I'm both a... Oh no, no, I'm hurt. Oh no. <laughs> and she kind of puts a hand on your shoulder. In time, my love. First, Alessia is not doing too well. She needs to rest, and I have the perfect antidote for that. The perfect remedy, if you will. All natural. She kind of smiles and a little sparkle in her very long fangs. <laughs> and she says, Come, Alessia, let's get you to bed. Thank you oh for the follow. God, this, this game is so gay tonight. Yeah, I love it. Is. And she <laughs> kind of helps. Not the... oh. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wish Mabel was the kind of character who would be like all into this because. I'm sure she's just like, oh, this is this is sweet. That's for somebody else. But Nikki's like, <laughs> I know the I feeling. Have chronic pain over here. Chronic. Yeah. Chronic. <laughs> you just you just hear from the hole. You just hear from the hole that she kind of. But before she closes the door, she says, "Like I said, in time, darling." And she just kind of, just very subtly, just kind of like, puts her tongue to the tip of one of her canines, and then just gives you a little smile. And a wink and closes the door. The latch. <laughs> can you do that again, please? What was that noise? Yeah. Can you... yeah. <laughs> it's... it's a high pitch. The mic didn't pick it up. <laughs> you and your dog whistle noises. Uh, yeah. I'm... Uh, this is... This is making me question things. <laughs> My whole worldview has been questioned by a friendly succubus. So, <laughs> now that we're all reeling from horny, bonk, 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 and I gotta bonk myself too. Uh, now that we're all reeling <laughs> from actually meeting a succubus, a friendly succubus, on the deck of the ship, uh, Daria says, <clears throat> thank you, uh, Sergeant Indiana. In any case, let's get you to the Intrepid. And you can see the captain, whom you had met before, uh, on the deck. Captain Briggs, and I shared his art earlier, and he just, Isa, and kind of makes his way back into the hold, yon, and you hear him, open the mat, open the mizzen and top sails, full speed, and the sails, the top sails and the mizzen, and full sail to the intrepid, and you can see there are now about six. Voskratorian warships that are now headed to, uh, and Arametra's voice was booming enough, right? So everybody heard it. So they're slowing their speed and they are approaching the Ark, the the other six ships, which is two man of wars, and four ships of the line. And there are also two galleons and a sloop 
that are shortly ahead, that are in tow behind, that these two galleons in the sloop are kind of patrolling the outside of the Fairhaven Harbor and kind of following behind. It's likely that they will probably patrol, knowing protocol uh, harmony, that the the two uh, the two uh, galleons and the, the sloop will the sloop will probably sail around the bay, acting as sort of a, a harbor master, like a mm -hmm. in a sort of a considering the proximity of this thing, kind of like a martial law harbor master type of situation. Uh, whereas the uh, the two galleons will patrol the the outside of the harbor itself, uh, and the outskirts, and the warships will move to secure uh, the Ark. So the ship gets underway, north northeast, back towards the western edge of Halavas, towards the harbor where you are set apparently to rendezvous with the Intrepid. This was this kind of sets in that whatever Darius did here was more of more of an example a demonstration than anything which for some of you really fucking pisses you off even more <laughs> as you begin to slowly drift back towards Halavas. how is everyone looking now that all the pretty ladies are gone amina's yeah. going back to her quarters <laughs> oh my god <laughs> She's not going to say anything to anyone. She's just going to go back down below deck. She'll be in her bunk. I was just going to say, in her bunk. <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> uh, I I think Willow, she's not, she's not in the throes of a panic attack, but she's not actively talking to anyone right now. Mm -hmm. Um, She's just on, like, sort of the edge of the ship. um, Like, by the railing, she keeps kind of looking out to sea, looking at the coastline sort of studying the the sails and and the the mechanics of the ship um she looks like she's just processing things and kind of letting her eyes wander um yeah okay all right so the ship now underway there's this there's definitely an awkward silence Darius looks at the Ark and then back at the burning forest and just smiles again. And kind of puts his hands on the railing and looks over very smug and just is sizing up the devastation. And the ship now fully underway, bouncing along the waves. Mabel is also at a railing, but thankfully she probably cannot see him because that would be bad. But she is more or less just keeping her eyes on the sh the ark for as long as she can see it and just whispering prayers to herself okay and then once she can't see it she is going to go downstairs and find the kitchen time to go bake some stuff in the galley Ooh. make that hot chocolate she promised yes, yes. oh yes. she's she's on it hot chocolate and chocolate chip cookies okay. That's what's happening. Right. love it this is i have a very important question about the canon this is very important. Do marshmallows exist on Valerian? Oh, please. Yes. Please. Okay. Yes. yes. Nice. And and also remember, in the shadow of everything is the Ark is just silent now in the water. And every time you look off to the side, you see those the the largest eye has closed, but it's there. Just the smaller eyes are open, just looking at you, judging you, sizing you up from a distance. And the, fi the fire burns yeah. to the east and the Ark is sitting in the west. And it's like, 
surreal and you're like let's go make some hot chocolate it seems about the appropriate willow, response willow very deliberately avoids it like it mm. as, if her gaze is tracking across it she rather noticeably sort of skips it like she does not want to look at it yes um it's very it's it's uncomfortable <laughs> mabel mabel was staring straight back the whole time and praying and just hoping that she is being judged positively by these eyes. <laughs> and then once she can't take it anymore, she'll do a little bow and then quick run to the galley. Oh, again, lots of lots of initial science fantasy inference. But the more that the more that you're seeing both above game and in game, there is definitely some some metaphysical elements at play that are becoming that are looming more and more uh, causing you your initial confusion to kind of when speaking with Ezekiel to make a little bit more sense to your characters especially with these eyes and everything and I know some of us don't like eyes but these are smaller and in the distance so you can kind of just <laughs> all right anybody else have anything other than make hot chocolate which you can absolutely do um, we can just kind of go back and forth, but the ship is currently underway, and there's this continuous element of tension, plus the music. Rather than calm sea sailing ambiance, definitely some, your heart is kind of like, all of your hearts are probably like, bup, 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 still with all everything that has happened. So it's just going to be about only 15, 20 minutes to a half an hour at most before you get back to the Intrepid, which is set to rendezvous with you. Yeah, throughout that whole time, Willow doesn't talk to anyone. Um, she's not being standoffish or anything if anyone else if anyone wants to talk to her they can but she's just just processing trying to categorize and organize shit in her head uh, a lot has happened in the last 15 minutes and she's not sure how to deal with any of it yet mm -hmm. so that's kind of what she's doing he doesn't know how to quite do anything either so just reading okay. rereading all right. How many comfort book? How many? Um, I was gonna say how many is going to approach uh, Willow. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, how many will kind of kind of move over to the side of of Willow and um lean against the railing of the ship um, <clears throat> before looking over to her. Willow? Uh, yeah. Are you alright? Um, at the moment, I, I think I am. I'm still trying to process all this, but, um, I think I'm all right at the moment. Are you doing all right? Of course. Why wouldn't I be? Well, and she sort of points towards the Ark without looking at it. It's just sort of like a gesture in that direction. There's a ship full of the gods over there that barely didn't crash land. Hmm. Half the island of Halavas is on fire. A dragon landed on the ship. Hmm. There's a succubus down below. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
one of those things has got to be kind of rattling you, right? After I mean, years of being in the military, you kind of learn to take things as you see them and assess later. I am taking everything in and I will assess my feelings later. Right now, however, your emotional state of being is of importance. Hence, I approached you. I, I appreciate you checking in. The, um, I don't know how to feel about dragons or gods or any of that yet. Um, the explosions definitely rattled me, but I'm all right now. I got, I got my feet under me and I mean, I'm, I'm back up top, so. Yes, I didn't notice you had gone away for a bit. Do you have much experience in the field? No. Not, no, no, I don't. I've, I've never even really been in a fight before. Um, I, I, built, I built these suits of armor just at school. They were sort of expansions on... And she holds up her, her left hand, um, sort of flexes the fingers a little bit just to make the point. Um, they were expansions on these sort on this design and I hadn't really tested them much at all yet. Um Right. <clears throat> well, um I you have my sincerest apologies that this is your first kind of delving into well, being on the field and experiencing something like this it's a lot it is a lot i i don't want to get into details at the moment but the explosions and you don't have are... to if you don't want to i appreciate that it's the for lack of a better term the accident that that took my mom that took my arm left me with all these scars and everything it, it's something I don't I, I don't get to forget I guess and well, that reminded me of it but I'm alright now um, I noticed sort of before all that what, what set that off um, I didn't know I didn't know your your stepdad was was killed by rebels. And <clears throat> when that's brought up, you can see kind of the very subtle grinding of of back teeth. Oh, sorry. Um that's that's me as boss <laughs> game. Sorry. Um did you just apologize to my character above game? Like, <laughs> uh, Harmony, uh, DM inspiration, if you don't already have it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just... I know... I know that these rebels are a problem and, and 
and everything, but I just, I don't know, so much has happened. I'm trying to make sense of it all, and... Would you classify yourself as a civilian still? As far as I know, I am. I haven't officially joined the military or anything like that. God, then, does this count as military service? Knowing the military, it could. She's Just. Like, <laughs> Fuck, that's another thing to process. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> However. That, sorry, go ahead. Given you consider yourself a civilian, try not to overthink too much about the conflicts that go between one side and another. It does little good. I'll keep that in mind. Let's think... all be happy that we're just... we're all fine. Right. Uh, DM, can I double-check something real quick with you? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, when we get on the Intrepid, where are we going? You are... I have lost the thread a little bit. Going so to Bastion's Hold. Bastion's Hold. Bastion's Hold, okay. Yep. And how long is that trip likely to take? We can fast forward as much as you want, but it is about eight It's about I mean... eight days. Okay, that, that's Ooh. what I was On a, on a seven like, to eight days game. on the faster ship, in-game. Yep, yep. Okay. So that that um, could be a that could be if y'all want to get more to the the meaty stuff that could be a text RP uh, to go back and uh, explore maybe maybe conversations about all this uh, while you're on the ship. There's I'm nothing. To play out the travel a bit too. I, okay. Random yeah. encounters on the sea and stuff like that can be a lot of fun. So I'm fine either way. But no, that's um I I was asking just because it was going to affect the thing that Willow was going to say right now. The the one thing um, I will say is that these 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 sea routes are heavily patrolled and heavily traveled. This is the main corridor, the main highway. So your encounters okay. of your encounters of a random encounter between Halavas and Halavas and Bastion's Hold are slim to nil. Now, if there you were to a go lot of things to encounter, right, right, and but that okay. but that's for a good reason because this is patrolled regularly by warships. So, right, yeah, and like okay. all the time, and also by literal hundreds of merchant marine vessels. There right. are again, this is like the main thing. You know, they say you know you do. Um, uh, it's the uh, it's the Aleutian corridor, right? As mm -hmm. as it's called. So when when you do the or some call it the Aleutian shuffle. Um, it's the it's the Aleutian Sea and the Velas Ocean, right? So if you do the Aleutian Shuffle, it's eight to ten days, and there's a, they they have a song about it too. The eight to ten days, eight to ten days, uh, the Aleutian Shuffle, eight to ten. So it's kind of like a, like an old sea shanty, right? And uh, up through okay. the ways, just adding some okay. more random obscure lore. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um. Yeah. All right. Well. In the interest of uh, not overthinking, I I think most of my most of the next ten day I'm probably gonna just focus on on some crafting stuff. I think I of course honestly do whatever you need to do to help calm your mind. Right. 
I'm sure. She, that, she she takes a deep breath as she as she sort of as Harmony finishes that sentence, she takes that like deep sigh. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, sorry. Um, Harmony just very like slowly and gently places her hands on your shoulders. You're going to be fine. All right. Right. I will. I will write out a full shanty for you, Rudolph, and we'll sing it yes. next time. <laughs> you better. You better. better. <laughs> we expect a whole like performance of it on stream. You by realize the way. that's all of our jobs, right? We're gonna have yeah, to do it are. together. Oh, because uh, you can't do a sea shanty with a single voice. It has to be a chorus. You don't want me to sing. You really don't. don't. Sea shanties aren't for good singers. <laughs> sea shanties are work songs. They're yeah. regular people. Well, it, it's for getting motions in sync on a ship or in a workplace, whatever. The point gonna, is, it's it's not about the song itself. It's about the rhythm. It's going to end up um, sounding like very discordant, though, if we all sing it through this. It'll be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be great. It'll be great. The the static, as our internets screw up trying to keep up, oh will God. only add it's... to the uh, ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we summon Ariak. <laughs> Well, there's a uh, there. It's, I'm gonna model it after the song Four Hours. Ooh, I don't so know. What that it's is. Uh, it's uh, so on the Longest Johns. It's on that album on the uh, oh, gotcha. the one that you sent me. So okay, I sent you. Yes, I sent you something. Yeah, you sent me. Uh, you sent me a track from the Longest Johns, Ashes, and you were like, "This is a song that inspired Seely, and it really has a lot." I said you like. Yeah, I sent that to you like forever ago oh yeah. my lord i forgot about that um sorry i haven't thought about celia in forever because i didn't actually end up playing in that game and i just yeah anyway back to the task at hand yeah an eerie otherworldly qu- uh, quality to the shanty indeed uh so as you make your final approach to the ship known as the intrepid you can see its frilled sails and its red banners to identify a merchant marine vessel of the Vascatoria as you slowly sail. And you can see all of the... Uh, it's anchored uh, about a mile off the coast. And uh, making your way over to the ship, you can see uh, that there are the crew of this ship that you're kind of careening towards. You hear bells. And as you kind of drift over uh, towards it, you begin to to make the, the lock so you can pull along and transfer all of y'all to the Intrepid so you can get to Bastion's Hold. Give me one quick second. All right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break at this point. So we're going to take 10, and we will be back here in uh, 10 minutes. So as we'll say, roughly 11... It'll be 1120. We'll give it like a full 12, right? So uh, 11, yeah, 1120. So that's about 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to run a kind of top of the hour ad break while we go on our break. So uh, you can just step away. So everybody else that's uh, hanging out with us to uh, our lovely uh, friends who are joining us here for Heaven's Fire episode three, uh, go ahead. And if you need to hydrate or take a break or, you know, uh, go up and do that because we're going to run this ad break. And we'll see y'all back here at 11.20 p.m. ESC. I'm going to write that. And break time. At 11.20 ESC.
All right, and we'll see y'all back here in a bit. Hell yeah. 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 All right. As you approach the bridge of the Intrepid, your other ship is docked, and there is a gangplank that is lowered onto the Intrepid. <laughs> to which you are heartily gret. Gret? Gret? I, like I made gret. up a new word. Heartily like gret. Gret. <laughs> gret is good. Um, is the screen totally black for anyone else? Because I, I don't see anything on roll 20. Yeah, no, it's black for me too. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, makes how many how many days has it been? Is this is this where where it's been the eight days, or is it just a, a day later? This is this is after thirty minutes. Oh, okay. So we just all right. Yep. It's like how long has it been? Thirty minutes. Yeah, we haven't yeah. even left Hollywood yet. Um, cool, cool, cool. Long enough to enjoy the hot chocolate. Yes, <laughs> long enough to enjoy the hot chocolate for sure. So as you arrive, ah, it went dark. So it's it's daylight mode here. So it should be. Once we put you down, you should be able to see it. Once I give you all a vision. So we have Amina and Khadija on a new ship. Harmony and Key and Ferrandale, Mabel and Libby. Nope, Libby is at the manor. Willow. Libby, how'd you get here? I mean, it's been a couple hours since y'all left. She had time. <laughs> Libby was like, I heard a dragon. It's daylight mode, so y'all should be able to see, yeah? Y'all were getting into some shit, left me behind. I, I had to remedy that, obviously. Can everyone see? Does everyone have vision? Yeah. Before yeah. we get on that ship, yes, you, you have a just moment. Enough, just enough time to bake a ridiculous amount of cookies. Nobody knows Perfect. how she did it or where she got the ingredients, <laughs> but she left uh, several dozen on the ship for the people who are working the ship with a little card that says, thank you for all your help. Love, Mabel. Amazing. <laughs> so cute. Chocolate chip cookies, right? You know, chocolate chip cookies, but also some cookies that don't have chocolate because some people don't like it. Mm. And you also that... she can't feed that to Kadish, so right you know that you know that note that Stuart Semple puts at the bottom of like all of his product listings and stuff about how it's not for Anish Kapoor I feel like Mabel <laughs> did that about it not being for Darius or people who work with Darius oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god yes P.S. Darius is not allowed to eat these cookies he can eat the ones that I left on the black plate only him oh my god Specific you cookies, cookies you verify Darius. that you are not <laughs> Darius, you know Darius? <laughs> Darius has the special cookies don't ask oh, what I the chocolate that. is in those you don't want to know well, please you, don't eat them if you're not Darius you definitely have a moment where the gangplank just because there's no really good way to do this on roll 20 so it has to be kind of theater of the mind you are pulled alongside I think if I grabbed another ship I could probably just Hang on. I'm content to just 
uh, theater of the mind it. Yeah, I know. I have that ship, though. It's just going to bother me a little bit, but I don't... It's here somewhere. And she's like, no, I have to do it. I have the stuff. I can do it. Yeah. It's here. I'm just going to grab it from the eye. Copy. I was like, I know I had a thing for this specifically. Yeah, there we go. Gonna spin that around. Ship is much bigger. Oh, we've crashed. Oh no. There we go. I'm well, hurt. get ready. Get ready. <laughs> okay. All right, Ow, everybody. My shoulder. No. Ow. <laughs> went in so much pain. <clears throat> Somehow someone's table got broken. So gay. All right. So I'm just going to make this not dynamic lighting. And we'll just have it be... Okay, we'll just reveal the whole thing. Make it easier. Alright, so you have a few moments as the gangplank is lowered and you leave Darius and Alessia. You leave the Dragon Keepers on the Storm's Call to board the Intrepid. And you can see again the beautiful, well-crafted, frilled sails gently billowing in the winds and the stylized red banners. And you can see the captain who makes his way towards the edge of the upper rail by the helm kind of gazing at all of you as you approach kind of hands on his waist and just kind of watching you all uh watching you all enter uh, watching you all board his ship and he seems like a, a very young captain a uh, little bit of scarring across his left side of his face uh, white sort of platinum blonde hair uh, a blade at his hip, and lots of other books and potions. A very large spyglass. <laughs> and he kind of makes his way down the rail, uh, down the side of the stairs here, and kind of like trips a little bit coming down the last step and just grabs onto the railing and <clears throat> dusts himself off a little bit and just no one saw that and he gets real close and waits for all of you to board oh uh, bless this sweet child <laughs> no uh hello welcome aboard hello again eric that's right do any of us know him or just uh, who has uh, who's who came here on the Intrepid? Just Willow is just far Willow. As I know, okay, she, cool, cool, cool. She yeah. charted from the Kalina. Yes. Okay. So recognizing Eric, he looks over at Willow and just, oh, hi Willow, good to see you again. Hello everybody. I am Captain Eric the Hunter the Second, and this is my ship, the Intrepid. It's a marvelous ship chartered by the Vascretoria. I expect everyone to be on their best behavior, mind your manners, 
and it will be reciprocated to you. There will be lunch, uh, luncheon served at 11.30 every day, tea at 2 p.m., and dinner promptly at 6.30 in the evening. Uh, there is a very limited supply of what we can, uh, limited selection for dinner, uh, but we will do our best to, to add as many vegetables into your diet as possible, uh, and some fruits in the morning that have been rationed, so only one orange every other day per person, so you don't get scurvy. Delightful. <laughs> Mabel loves this little captain. Oh, <laughs> the little captain that could. Yes, she is just like you look over, and she's just like enamored with this 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 wee Eric. Like, oh, this baby boy. He's doing so good. I'm not his mom, but I'm so proud of him. Mabel just sends one of her butterflies to go flit over, land on his head, and then come back. Um, she doesn't say anything. She just sends one of the butterflies to just fly around him for a second, and then it flies and flutters back to her hair. Okay, he just... Oh! <laughs> it's a little butterfly. How about that? Hello, little notes, butterfly. In my notes, I just wrote, Captain Eric, a very good boy. Yeah. He just... <laughs> Hello, little butterfly. And looks at all of you and kind of... Uh, his all his stuff is kind of awkwardly banging around as he walks, and he tries real hard to keep it all in place. He's kind of like weighed down by the spyglass and the baubles and the blade and everything. He's only about five seven or so, uh, five six five seven, and kind of adjusting the harness. And Darius says, "One of our best merchant captains, uh, highest reviewed. Everyone seems to love traveling on the Intrepid and." As such, uh, wealthy benefactors as well. And, uh, well, here we have it. They'll take you back through the Illusion Corridor and um, we'll tend to business. I'm counting on you to check in with the Lawmaster upon reaching Bastion's Hold, the job boards, and make your presence known. And it looks uh, at Harmony. You know the drill. Of course. Very well. Harmony is as you know, in command, and well, that's it. Shove off! And the gangplank just and Darius just might and majesty. Might and majesty. And they slowly begin slowly Mabel. begin departing. Mabel makes no attempt to say goodbye or even look at him. Pretty sure the pretty dragon lady said I was in charge. Yes. <laughs> yes. As far as Mabel is concerned, Amina is now in charge of everything. And Mabel is now her bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Did you I say bodyguard on purpose? Bodyguard? I like no, that. No, but I'm going to keep it that way. Right? Totally oh, yeah, yeah. Say that. Yep. So, as the storm's call departs, Darius remains on the deck and just maintains eye contact with all of you as the ship slowly nope. careens off in the distance. And he just has this terrible grin on his face the whole time as the storm's call, the intimidating presence that is the storm's call, just makes a 180-degree turn and tacks south by southwest back towards the arc. It leaves your field of view. And as the sails unfurl, through a series of hand gestures on the Intrepid. You can see there's a little 
little creature is kind of standing there watching all of you. Big fins, soft and uh, scaly, but looks like really smooth skin. And just kind of looks up at all of all of y'all and looks back at Eric and with uh, a vi with a soft finned hand, just looks up at the captain and just. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. And uh, uh, Eric said, "Oh, this is uh, uh, Captain Eric. Said, oh, this is my first mate, Marlin." And you can see the little fins slapping on the ground, like going to turn to all of you and. Hello again. And is this gonna? And then, <clears throat> hello. Incredible. <laughs> I love this crew. Can we keep them, please? <laughs> I want them. I adopt them. They must I come with us everywhere. Us, Actually, I, I'm getting a little dry. I, I could use some help. Wait, did, Captain, do we have the nets down? Oh yes, yes, yes. Great. Can can will somebody of mine give me a hand, please? Just a little. Oh, Mabel, Mabel's right there. Okay, as <laughs> as, as you you, you kind of you have this moment, right, where you kind of lock eyes with each other. It's like I'm a little dry. I just I need to do a dip over, the, and he just kind of takes his fins up and just. Puppies! Puppies! <laughs> oh, they're so cute! And you, you can realize uh... now that the DM knows we love them, no! the question is going to become no! can we keep them alive? Yeah. Oh my god. And uh, he, he says, yeah, just um, you can just toss me over the edge and I'll, I'll get back up with the nuts. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very good okay. swimmer. Okay, I believe there you, you. Go. Does he have I'm a little papa? Uh, not currently. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's so cute. He's Mabel's just like holding. She's like, you are so. You are just. Is that offensive? You're just adorable. I think you're. I think you're the sweetest thing. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, and no. Yeah, over. sorry. I get a little dry. So and just kind of slips <laughs> out and just whee, and kind of just splashes into the water. Very little splash and just kind of kind of. Yep, gets a little, you can see them kind of diving and uh, keeping up with the ship. And after a, about five minutes, just kind of uh, clamoring, uh, cl cl clamoring, clamoring back over the deck. Super. And, uh, oh, all right. Oh, that settles that. That'll be good for another couple of days. And just wet fins on the deck. And he has like a little fish tail in his mouth, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I had a little snack." Kind of takes out oh the, the, the tail fin, and it's like the little a few bones. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. That's very rude of me." And kind of goes over to the side and just throws it over the edge. <laughs> and get, okay. Oh my god, I we nothing bad can ever happen. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> this is with the fin head. We're on their way, Captain. We need to give this this precious bean like an outfit like Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob <laughs> so that he can come with us. <laughs> oh, yes. You're an artificer, right, Willow? You can do this, right? I wasn't listening. I was looking up a spell. What? <laughs> you need to make this adorable little fish an outfit like Sandy Cheeks so that he can come with us. <laughs> Given some time, I could theoretically do that, but I don't currently have the tech. Like, I don't have the materials. I could give you money. <laughs> I was going to say, if y'all want to fund this, uh, we'll sure. Fund this. Yes. Can you kickstart this? Is that what we're doing right yep. now? Yep. <laughs> I'll talk we'll to go... <laughs> No, 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 no. Mabel's having a bake sale. 
We're going to have a bake sale and we're going to raise money oh my for God. this little guy to come join our party. Yes. And, we then, we'll, all, and like, then we'll do a, we'll do a bikini car wash too. It'll be great. Yes. We'll mm-hmm. put out a calendar. We'll sell it. it it'll be, it'll be so good. You guys. <laughs> Mabel, it, Mabel in a bikini. Yes. We love it. Please. For 30 seconds and we're already <laughs> planning on how we're going to steal the first <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> Well, this is this how it always goes in adventure it's parties. Not, please it's not commission that artist to do to do Mabel in a bikini. The, it's the one that I showed adoption. you. Yeah. It's not thievery if he consents. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got a crew. He's he's on this very lucrative crew. It's well, and there, there's you know, it's a pretty sizable crew and well functioning. But uh, the sails unfurl, and there's there's like you hear like a. And almost like one of the sails uh, gets kind of caught, and you see the captain look at the mast and just and just runs down. He says, "Fucking guy! I paid him to fix it." Kind of goes over here and just uh, some hand signals, and the crew kind of climbs up the side of the mast, and it takes about ten minutes, but eventually they're able to to free up the mast. And he's just uh, looks at the other deck hand. It's just fucking guy, and kind of clamors back down. Oh, sorry, language. Okay, we're underway. You... Yes. Do you want me to take? Do you want me to take a look at that later? Where I mean, is her you voice? Can. I lost it. You can if you like. <laughs> Damn it! It was Libby. Libby threw you off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I mean, I can't pay you anything extra for it, but. I mean, we're already on your ship, so. That's it's, true. It's not. I, I can I can do that at some point over this journey if you want. Awesome. Thank you. I am I am also very strong and large, so if you need anything from on I a top shelf, that. I'm here for you. Just kind of just kind of narrows his eyes a little bit. Also, just... I, I can do other things. And she like flexes and there's some there's some muscle mass there. Damn. Kind of I have my ways of reaching things on the top shelf. Don't think <laughs> I don't. Oh, he's so insecure. She, she nods. She nods very much like a mother. Like, oh, bless you. He just. Anyway, we're underway. Please, uh, don't stay. Uh, don't lean too far over the railing. It can be dangerous, even in the illusion corridor. And enjoy your trip. Any questions? You can approach myself or first make Marlin, and we'd be happy to assist you however we can. Breakfast again, a bit scarce, with some fruit, and we have some granola that has some dried cranberries in it but beyond that the the best is luncheon tea time uh, nothing like some uh, conversational tea time to really get the the brain waves going right my dear captain yes may i um the ship is now fully underway sailing through the illusion car may i utilize the galley for baked goods absolutely you can yes Oh, wonderful. I love to bake. I hope everybody loves brownies. Or I can make blondies. I'll make both. It's fine. I'll make both. And she turns around. Both would be fantastic. Both would be good. Both is good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we welcome the presence of, of a baker on the Intrepid, and we're happy to have you. So essentially you're getting the vibe like this is essentially the son of someone with great wealth and power who has the ship is immaculate it has and 
the ship immediately, you, some of you are going to have to catch your footing because of how fast this ship is. And you're like, whoa. And you remember, Willow, you were surprised. But the structure of the hull, it's tr double, triple, it's double reinforced. And it has these unique angles to it. It's really a marvel of shipcraft. And the sails themselves catch the wind quicker than other ships. So definitely son of a wealthy noble has the protection of the Vascratoria. Not an elf, but clearly a very powerful human of some kind. It's kind of apparent to, to all of you. Um, but he's very pleasant and very nice. And very sweet. I like him. <laughs> Doing my best to sort of Rein, sort of reincarnate my friend <laughs> to the best of my ability to kind of put him in the game and give him another chance to shine. Oh, incredible. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. He was just like this. This was especially the stumbling down the last step and like with too much stuff. So. <laughs> and that art looks just like him. That's amazing. Yes. I found it. I was like, oh, wow. It's. It's not not creepy is not the right word, but uncanny, uncanny. And uh, now he's here. He lives on in our game. So I love it. That's yeah. wonderful. Yep. Mm -hmm. This is uh, this is the character I mentioned before uh, in the prologue uh, that you know some some of this was done in his honor. So hopefully, you know, the best way. Yeah, hopefully he likes what we have. So all right. So carrying on. Uh, you have uh, 10 days. You can uh, role play with uh, anybody here, or we can fast forward and really get to, to the meat of it and do some of the, 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 the travel in, in text RP. Uh, whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm here for y'all. So uh, we can fast forward. Again, this is a major shipping lane. It is regularly patrolled by hundreds of merchant marine vessels. It is patrolled regularly by the Navy. The pirates don't come to to this particular corridor. This is more like a travel corridor. There are other shipping corridors that go back and forth between the Southern Isles and Mestical and the Kairosian Empire. Those patrol routes are intercepted, but this main travel route, this main highway or seaway is very safe. Uh, and anything that has caused any trouble over the past several hundred years has been dealt with pretty thoroughly so however y'all want to handle that the floor is is yours to however you would like to proceed the only thing that mabel would like to do this entire time is bake an insane amount of baked goods to the point where like where is she getting these ingredients <laughs> she's just she has everything prepared in her bag like she mm -hmm. that bag is mm -hmm. mostly flour and and ingredients we love to see it goods. and by <laughs> the time we are done with this she knows every single person's name and like their family name and where they went to school and where they're from like she knows everybody on the ship because she has just parked into the galley and has talked to everybody and everybody knows her as mama mabel the, incredible the first time that. that that you bake cookies and the captain tries one you see him kind of take a bite and just kind of choose it for a minute and then just where did you learn to make life. these how did you learn to bake like this a lot of time and a lot of patience just kind of 
continues eating very quickly. This is the most incredible cookie I've ever had in my life. Oh, Mabel is so pleased. Oh, so and happy. Did, I'm so and, glad you like them. Can I? Didn't I take a few of these for the captain's Oh, quarters? you're like, no. Is, is that okay? Here, here let me make you a plate. And I just go and I start putting a whole bunch in a tub. Oh, my gosh. Just for him. My gosh, these are incredible. These ones are just for you. If you have any ideas or anything that you think you need that to open a bakery, that, make, that is a that I want to do that. I want to do after after everything calling. is done. I'm going to open a bakery. I feel like that's your calling. You need to open a bakery. Me ba too. You're just kind of is already eating a second one. Like this incredible. I would like that very much. I don't know how you make them this good. I'm so impressed. I'm so glad to hear that. I will keep baking whatever you need. I'm here. You tell me. And you do brownies too? I do brownies and I Can you please sandies? come back on my ship like as many times as possible? If not just for oh. the baked goods. Yes. I'll even give you free passage. Yes. There might even be some work oh. for you. I'll, I'll see if I can charter a special oh. job for uh, for a, a chef on the ship. And, and you're probably busy. But if you ever want to wanna be like a, a chef ship. And my, my father's a lawyer. So... <laughs> He has a lot of, you know, I think we can probably make that work, right? He's kind of invested in I, continuing the family business, right? So, you know, well, I can probably maybe. ask my, my father. I know we're doing a lot here, and then I, maybe I'll open a bakery in, in Pharos so that anybody who comes into port can come to my bakery. Though I do know that my baked goods are very good with sailors because my husband used to Case take them points. on his merchant ships all the time. And oh, he would bring boxes, cargo crates of cookies. It was wonderful. I love that story so much. I, I want to hear more. Okay, hey, I will this be This is here. great. <laughs> During the 10 day travel, what would Willow be doing? So, this is good. Um, it's a good pace. I like this. <laughs> uh, I I think first day she'd deal with the the mast issue, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, she'd climb around up there and figure figure that out. Um, okay, go ahead and make me a. Um, you're not necessarily ships are in your purview. It seems to be very ship oriented as far as the mechanism uh, of the sway bar. So I would say give me the DC won't be high though. I'd say give me an arc. Arcana is your strong suit, right? Yeah. Okay. I would say, are, are you proficient with sh with water vehicles or mace or um, wood crafting tools? Yeah, she has proficiency with uh, wood carver's tools. I do not have uh, proficiency with any vehicles, though. Okay, so let, let's use wood carver's tools. So uh, go ahead and roll a d20, add your proficiency bonus and your intelligence modifier. Sure. Let's see if you can Just take a, a look at the... Um, the sway pivot. The sway I'm gonna bar. use. Uh, I'm gonna use my DM inspiration. Okay. Another two. All right. That's the best best place to use your DM inspiration <laughs> from a recap is on a roll like this because then you can get it again. Uh that was a total of twenty one. Yeah. So it takes you only a couple of hours. You have to oil it, and it seems to have been the wrong size or oversized. So you have to the metal uh, the metal casing. With which allows uh, it allows the the rotation and allows the mast to sway right um, the um, the rear mast. I don't have my ship diagram up. I forgot to do that. <laughs> so, but it allows the the rear mast to sway right. So when it tacks and you have that the mast that's towards the um, the the aft 
it was a little bit too big so it's kind of getting stuck or it gets stuck getting stuck on itself so a little bit of oil and you're able to kind of like take off some of the the steel and hammer it into place properly and make some adjustments with some of your tools kind of slimming it down re re-welding it sort of into place with some of your uh, artifice artificial yeah she does <laughs> also have proficiency fire. with smith's tools Yep. So I imagine that's also relevant with yeah. uh, manipulating the metal and whatnot. There's certainly um, some some fire and some some carving away at the uh, finer points of wood and some hammering. But eventually you fix it up and the captain is just, that's so impressive. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't know. Of course. Is there, how can I exp how can I express my gratitude for the, the free labor? Uh, do y'all have any extra um? Any extra materials I could have? Fabric and, and the like? Um, I'm sure we could spare some. Yeah. Ran out of coin back in Halavas, and I'm a bit short on a current project. If it's basic materials, anything you need. Sure, let's go down to the hold and check it out. Okay. Uh, so, above above board, I spent 100 gold on materials back in, in, in Halavas. Okay. Uh, to go towards the bag of holding that she's sure. currently making. I need 200 gold total. Uh, worth of materials, not counting the magic material that we already talked about. Okay. I don't expect to get 100 gold worth of materials on this ship. So you get about 25 gold worth of materials. Bitchin'. It takes, yeah, it takes better part of a day to gather everything from... It's Everything has, has a place. It's all tucked away nice and neat in its own space, its own boxes, but going through the hold, you're able to, just on the other side of the map, uh, going through the hold, you're able to, to find, and he has everything meticulously organized and has a clipboard that has a location of everything, and he's just kind of, okay, well, this I think we might have, and you can probably replace this one with this different type of fabric, and you're really, you're really having this intense discussion about materials with the captain. It's delightful. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's and then just for the rest of the ship ride, um, she'll probably just be working on the, the bag of holding, um, determining her pattern, cutting, sewing, mm -hmm. experimenting with shapes to figure out what exactly works best, etc. Um, we determined that she would need 40 hours uh, on this. She doesn't have all of the materials, so I don't think she could spend the whole time anyway. Um, I'll say it's it's a long trip. I'll, I'll give you about thirty hours. I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you thirty two hours, and then all you need to do is attach the last components. Okay, cool. So cool that's cool. yeah. That's if you have other downtime activities, now's the time to do it. So that's actually um, that's good stuff. Cool, and then yeah, just in between, um, I guess you'll just study the ship some more, try to learn more cool. about its yeah. workings, um, and just talk to people if anyone wants to. I mean, she's not. She's not um, an adept conversationalist or anything, so she's not, like, starting a lot of conversations, but she's not averse to talking to people, so she just yeah. work on stuff, study stuff. I would say, mark down in your notes, one of four downtime weeks uh, accrued to learn proficiency in water vehicles. So three more downtime spreads or three more downtime periods, and you should be able to potentially become proficient with water vehicles. So mark that down, one out of four for now. And uh, Amina, what would Amina like to do in the uh, roughly eight days? It's a fast ship, so roughly eight days that it takes you to get from 
the harbor of Halavas uh, to Bastion's Hold. Lena is trying to, um, she's currently designing new costumes, um, stuff that she's going to need for school. Mm -hmm. She's trying to focus on what she's going to do in the future when all of this nonsense is done. She's very, still very optimistic despite everything. Um, some of the outfits are a little bit darker in color than she would normally do. But they're still very lively, very, you know, able to move and whatnot. And when she's not drawing, she's out on the deck uh, playing for the sailors as they're, like, going about their tasks. So she's just kind of, like, playing music for people um, at one point just because she's feeling slightly mischievous, which is starting to mean that she may need to do her rest and change seasons mm -hmm. she just starts walking behind the captain and like scoring him just playing music behind him like throughout his day one day <laughs> that's awesome Play music wherever he goes well basically uh, he's super into he's got a lot of a lot of very specific requests but most of the time when you're preparing outfits he actually offers to help with uh, picking out the outfits and uh gives you some pretty intense fashion advice it seems I to be loving yes Okay. I'm loving yep. the steed bonnet energy. Yep. Yes. Oh my god, I'm here. I'm here Okay, you definitely want to have some frills, okay? And you don't want the colors to contrast too too much. But I really like these. I really like the... Uh, what, what would be some colors that you would use for your dresses, for your outfits? Um, well, depending on which season I am, it sort of depends on mm -hmm. what... Because, like, right now I'm really into, like, bright pastels. Like yeah, yep. Blues. Um, and, and yellows, but well, it's definitely springtime, so yeah. Um, but I tend to shift with the seasons, so like when summer comes, I'm gonna mm -hmm. want more like oranges and reds and just really loud, warm colors. And then with fall, similar but more burgundy and burnt orange, like sunsets and browns. Okay. And then yeah. once winter comes, it's very much white and black with just hints of color um because new life will come but first everything must sleep so as I you're putting that. these outfits together and the captain is like that's really beautiful I, I love these descriptions have you considered like a purple trim with the gold for summer when that comes around i think that would be really nice Purple trim. And she just sort of writes that in her notebook next to a sketch. <laughs> it's purple kind of strikes me as as even though it's a, a cooler color, it has some heat to it. And it really I just think some nice purple trim or some purple uh you know, something bird like almost that gives you this kind of flowing natural pattern and then the golds and then the fiery uh you can do the and then as you kind of, as time goes on in the fall, maybe some more, like you said, of the browns. But I definitely think for most of the summer, some purple trim would really make things, you know, pop. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Never forget frills either. Yeah, frills are definitely for summer. Um, lo love a good frill in the summertime. Uh, and do me a favor and make a series of, we'll say, three performance checks for the um, the eight days that you are you're here yeah definitely big steed bonnet energy for sure i love steed bonnet yes i was thinking of steed bonnet as soon as you mentioned him being like a rich boy yes i was like uh 18 for the first one okay 
as soon as you finish your first performance, the captain just kind of wipes a little tear from his eyes and just, it's absolutely beautiful. You're so good at this. Uh, 15 for the second one. Yep. Okay. You, you also have a tarot card request. I got it. Thank you. Heard and seen. 26 for the last one. 26. Dang. Okay, yeah. uh, by the time you're approaching Bastion's Hold, there is this beautiful melody that just emanates from the ship. It's one of the last evenings of your trip. The stars are shining. The moon, I think, by this time is full. We're going to call this a full moon. Or we'll say it's it's one day away from a full moon. So please someone remind me. <laughs> and Does Valerian only have one moon? Valerian has two moons. Two moons. Yep. Uh, it is... Dun, 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 dun. Two moons of Valerian. Valerian does, in fact, have two moons named after their respective goddesses. Linaria, the closest and the brightest of two moons, and Mercidial, also known as the Dark Sister, and the most in the more distant of the two moons. While Linaria shines brightly in the night sky with a silvery white glow, Mercidial has a dull reddish tint and is often shrouded in shadows. <laughs> lore! Okay, second... Yeah, lore drop. Yeah. That's actually... You know what? I'll read some more about that, because that is the... That's perfect timing. That's the designer. So that would be... The designer is more lore. Woo! Yes. The designer of the game. So, reading some more about that. Mm -hmm. That synced up perfectly. So, thank you, Anna, for more lore. Yep, yeah, thank you. We love more lore. The Valerian, yeah. the Valerian goddess Linaria and Mercidial are quite literally direct representations and embodiments of the two moons, both in reality and in metaphorical mythos. So they are embodiments of the moon and are considered to, to be of and have helped to create the two moons, and they are connected. So when things like lunar portals are, are mentioned, it kind of stands that there might be some involvement with the goddesses of the moon. And there is definitely a particular glow about the moon. And as you play in the night sky with your over 20, it's 26, right? With your over 25, this beautiful melody that plays through the night. Everyone is surrounding you on the deck. The moon is almost full and it seems closer. And it almost seems to sparkle. Mercidial behind it is shrouded completely in shadows, just entering its new phase. And there seems to be like these misty tendrils of light that kind of just are very faint that seem to wrap around you as you perform. Kind of like a trick of the light of the moon. They're like sort of silvery and they have this sparkling mist about them and they seem to kind of move with your movement and also with your with the notes that you play it's hauntingly beautiful and it brings almost everyone in the crew including the lokatha kind of wipes tears from their eyes and with the two fins just oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and everyone's and everyone including the captain is like 
You're the best performer we've ever had on this ship. If not the best performer we've ever heard. Have you considered have you considered becoming a, a you could be a known celebrity this way? Your popularity would be this is a big deal. And we get to say that we are some of the first to hear her perform on the Intrepid. And there's this one. Yeah, yeah, this is from yeah, the crew. Yeah, Mina! And Mabel just starts shouting from the back, going, <laughs> Woo! Yeah, there's like, there's like this kind of, a, you know, uh, applause, like, oh, yeah. Mom's holding Excellent. the sign yep. in the back. Yeah, yeah. Mina! Ah, <laughs> uh, downtime is great. All right. She's just sort of like blushing, like she wasn't expecting that sort of response because you know she she plays because it's in her not necessarily for accolades so uh, so good i want to make it canon that mabel has a very bad voice for future reference for whatever shanty they will be making us sing (laughs) if you if you sing any like rosian songs that mabel knew she will sing along very loudly and it's bad but everybody loves her too much to like say anything to her because she's oh. very enthusiastic. I just play a little Cannon. bit louder. <laughs> Cannon, bad singer. I love that. You know, just a camera. Mabel's not perfect about anything else. <laughs> I think I think Willow also probably does not sing. Um, it just is not her her forte. Uh, she focuses on the big brain energy. Well, uh, with the with the developer and designer card, also from Anna, in that situation, with the lore and with the, the visual effect, I'm also going to say, if you want to put this in your notes, um, Garnet, that the next time you perform or have to make a performance check in the light of the moon, in the light of Linaria, you will have advantage on that performance check. So it has to be, it doesn't have to be a full moon. It just has to be in the light of Linaria. So when Linaria is prominent and in the evening. And you will have advantage on any performance checks indoors or outdoors, wherever you are. So long as Linaria is prominent and it's in the evening. So that will, that's a little boon from the tarot. And that's so great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Last but certainly not least, what would Harmony like to do during this downtime in the uh, eight days it takes for the Intrepid to get to Bastion's Hold? Um, hmm. I've been trying to think about this whilst everybody else is describing stuff. Um, is the main deck, like, particularly busy with people walking up and down, or is it relatively small sail uh, smooth sailing it can be it's i mean there's definitely there's a full crew the ship is small and fast there is a crew of about 10 total 10 8 9 or 10 so mm-hmm. it's a pretty average size crew for this size ship so it, it really depends on the time of day okay well how many kind of spends a lot of time uh to herself mm-hmm. um she'll come every once in a while and kind of check in on everyone she won't say anything but she'll just make sure that like okay you're present you're present you're present mm-hmm. you're present um the mom counting her hens yeah <laughs> like, just like one two three yeah. okay <laughs> big camp um, counselor energy yeah yeah yes, we're here for it <laughs> yep um 
but whenever it's quietest on the main deck, um, she kind of uses the, the rocky movement of the boat uh, and the speed of how fast it's going to test her balance. Um, so she would probably be going through the motions of her training with just a small, a small dagger, um, wanting to make sure that she wasn't relaxing too much. Um, so she, that's probably what she'd be doing whenever it was quiet. Um, other times probably meditating just to kind of do the thing that she told Willow about, which is... I'm going to take all the information I just got and put it in the back of my mind because that's compartmentalizing and mm -hmm. that's it. Totally a good thing can never backfire in any way possible. <laughs> bottle it up. Just shove it deep down in that bottle. And exactly. shove the bottle deep down in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> shove your mind deep down. And... Also, uh, thank you for the raid, Fusca. Fusca, one of our friends over at Girls Run These Worlds. So, yes, we are having a, a lovely night. Thank you. We're just wrapping up some uh, downtime uh, activities on our ship, the Intrepid, as we make our way from the starting island to the open world itself. So the world's about to get real big. So it's kind of perfect timing. And a new raid pulls a tarot card for an interactive D&D game. So mm -hmm. that is... Not particularly relevant uh, at all. So what I'm going to do, we've already done that. So, uh, but I'm going to keep it just in case. You can do either or. Actually, that would be interesting. She drew another slime house. Mm. Yes, <laughs> underwater slime house. Hmm. Oh, that's a fun, fun mm. pose you got there. What yeah. Uh-oh. What are you doing, Essie? Oh, I don't well, I could do... I'm, I'm scared. I could do a couple of different things. Do it. Another giant woman. But I'm thinking... Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Keep that going. Keep that gay energy going. <laughs> Hear me out. Merman, who starts hitting on the captain. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. We can play matchmaker. Let's parent trap this thing. Even better, a reverse merman. Fish yes. and human body. That's just the first mate. You're just <laughs> describing the first mate. <laughs> Don't ruin my ship, okay? Okay. I think I got something. I gotta change the music. This is good. This is good. Hello, everyone. Benny Hill theme starts playing. Yeah. Tarot cards. I can make this a good one. It's the, it's all, you're almost at the end of your trip. Harmony, just wanted to wrap up. Uh, anything, anything else specific that you wanted to do during your downtime? Um, to talk to you or? I was going to say she probably wants to check in on that. It's not a bee. I don't know why I keep imagining it like <laughs> a bee, but it, the little automaton that's in her vial. Um, oh yes. Yes. The, okay. So the honeycomb. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to try and like open the vial and the honeycomb to see if it goes have... towards it. Okay, so in the hold hang on, let me let me change music for this too. Uh, we'll go with identify for the record. I, I, I can identify the thingies. We'll go I back to this know. one. <laughs> okay. 
It's fine. Don't ask you the have... person who's an expert in both machines and magic items. It's no, fine. this this is good. This is good. <laughs> I want to say I want to say it's your second to last day. You have a restless night. It's about three thirty in the morning. You're down in the hold somewhere. Yeah, you're down in the hold somewhere. There's lots of hammocks, right, that are kind of uh, splayed out here, and also some uh, some hammocks uh, across the lower decks here as well. Uh, but you kind of found a spot over here by these crates to... Uh, I'll say everyone else is asleep. So I'm going to bring y'all. We'll put uh, B in the hammock here and Willow on deck. And then wherever y'all want to move. But... I'll put myself as far away yeah. as possible. Because yeah, Mabel yeah, right? <laughs> uh, is a snorer. I apologize. She is very loud. Yeah. Also, hello, everyone. And again, thank you, Fuska, for the raids. Thank you so much. Thank you for all of our new followers. We'd love to see you. This is the interactive D&D tarot card system uh with heaven's fire which is our homebrew world so we'd love to see it and we have a tarot card in the queue right now from this raid so stand by for that it's going to be like a two in one here so as you are kind of investigating these two things and if we have any magic the gathering fans here you might recognize some of what's happening here so as you're kind of investigating you unscrew the the cap that has the honeycomb mesh in it and it's in this formaldehyde, and it's this, again, thin layer of mesh that just got this honeycomb mesh. And you take the other vial that has this metallic magical insect in it, this, this, this um, insect of artifice. You pop open that cap as well, and it immediately begins, like, crawling over to... This is a big deal. Crawling over to the open jar. Oh, boy. And kind of, like on the open jar and kind of going up. Do you stop it? Do you let it go into the, the jar? The way you say that, I feel like you should stop I don't this know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to steer you one way or another, but it wants to go into the, the jar of mesh. You know what, Bean? I, I respect the hustle to get this honey, so uh, go get it, champ. Okay. Do it. <laughs> It, it crawls in and jumps in, and as soon as it kind of gets into the formaldehyde, it grows these like metallic uh, flippers, like come out from the side of it and through the through the actual fluid and attaches to the that. mesh, and it just begins to glow slightly. Thank you for the follow. Just with this pale green light, and you can see the mesh just start to move and undulate, and nothing happens. But it seems to be interacting with the mesh in some way. Can She's just going to kind of lean close and try and inspect to see what it's doing exactly. Is it consuming it or is it? It seems it seems to be. It seems to be operating the mesh in a way that the mesh seems to be slowly expanding and almost forming a shape. It's, huh? It's integrating with this mesh in some way. This little metallic insect, and it had these little these little black stains that seemed to be like a liquid that was seeping, like dripping from it, as it left the vial. And there's some little little black oily bits in the the vial itself. Kind of just stains the the wood, but dries quickly because it's so small. And it's it's inside of this this jar of formaldehyde and this this honeycomb looking mesh. It just takes some time and it slowly starts to 
again, form a shape, but it's, it seems like a process that will take days before you can really figure out exactly what kind of shape is beginning to be formed. Okay. <laughs> and you also know that you are about that with the dawn, you will be approaching Bastion's Hold. That's another thing to keep in mind as well. But that, that's what you're seeing for now. Nothing drastic happens. Mm -hmm. Nothing explodes and no curses, you know, fly out at you or anything. It just <laughs> seems to be inter it seems to be interfacing with this with this mesh, whatever this mesh is. Above game, I'm reminded <laughs> of some stuff that happened at the Iron Fangs game. Is this the same thing? Like what happened with Driga? What happened in Anat's dream sequence? Is this? Maybe. Don't give me that. Maybe. Me that. Just have to wait and find out. So. <laughs> I got your vibe. Gotta wait and find out. But in, uh, homie's uh, not gonna interrupt it in any way. She's just gonna put the the little lid back on. Okay. As, as oh no, I have something even better for this. Oh no! With the tarot card. <laughs> what have you done? I know how to. I know how to connect them so it's not random. Okay. I'm so scared. <laughs> you have this moment where you just kind of are. There's this smell of oil that just kind of wafts up from this mixing with the formaldehyde. And you go to like put the jar back on and close it. And you get, you catch just a whiff of this oil smell mixing with the the liquid. And it's just, it smells like bio-organic matter, like very medicinal, but also like um, almost like going into a, it's kind of like being in in, in in a hospital room after a major trauma or and they just cleaned it or in in a freshly cleaned nursing home it's kind of like a couple of of smells interacting with each other it's very strong very medicinal and almost this this smell of 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 bioorganic matter and as it kind of wafts into your nostrils it's kind of reacts almost uh, with this volatile reaction and the smell gets intense and you're able to close it but as you kind of take a big whiff of that can you just go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw please oh okay yeah, yeah look that, i, I yeah. knew that was coming i felt mm -hmm. it mm. aaron got way too excited for a second there way too excited. yep as a okay. <laughs> as a big bang on the dice so that sounded like a yeah. very large die <laughs> It's my big for it. dice for big decisions. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I, lo I love that. Um, that's an 11. Okay. Baby, you don't hurt me. <laughs> don't hurt me. No more. No, this entire is... campaign just changed. How do you feel about the Borg? what i mean there was Not a spaceship quite. from star trek um and we're gonna yeah it's, it's a slightly one. different situation i'm joking they're okay. they're, <laughs> a, they're a technological hive mind that uh is on a trek across the galaxy uh absorbing various cultures and like integrating their tech and so like completely huh. subsuming their free will oh they're they're one of those like they're one of those like classic 
uh, archetypal hive minds in fiction. That's so cool, though. They are rad. They are really cool. thick fog seems to fill the room. And you have this moment where, you you know, like when when you inhale something you shouldn't have inhaled in your mind, Mm -hmm. you just... That's the sensation you get, and fog seems to fill the room. And you hear this... This sound like heavy, strained breathing behind you from the opposite side of the lower decks, and no one else is here. The hammocks are all swaying gently in a non-existent breeze. And there is this misty fog that sort of fills the lower decks of the cabin. And you can see just one humanoid figure at the far end of the cabin who just seems to be struggling for breath. Like... Oh hell no. Um like how many is going to kind of slowly coming to like reach for her dagger that's at her thigh and just like look towards this figure because nobody else is here. Correct. So she's like, what the fuck? And she's just gonna slowly kind of approach okay. this figure. As you slowly move step by step, creaking on the boards, You can start to see this figure in the distance take shape. Seems to be a feminine figure who has like her hand over her face, black gloves. Hang on, let me look at my resource art here. Because I have her sitting right here. Oh my god. That's fine. Right, that's fine. This should be fine. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's it's (laughs) definitely fine. Just wanted to help the bee. It's Libby. Libby just came out of nowhere. It's fine. Yeah, it's Libby. Hi, Libby. What's up, girl? And you can see (laughs) that she has this... Her attire is sort of like mostly black and green. And as she comes into focus, she kind of looks down at at her hands. And on her left left hand, there is this sort of black liquid that just encompasses most of her hand. And it almost forms like this this armored glove that has these very organic looking natural spikes on the glove. And she has sort of like this shoulder plate that has these wires that come out from the back of the shoulder plate and into her spine. And sort of like a, a spiked chain choker and brunette hair tied back. And you can see um, sort of like pale skin and these very organic looking leathers that are like this green and just black and green hair tied back in a ponytail and you can see as she kind of slowly looks up at you the mist starts to fade and you catch just the faintest image of this figure 
She has this black eyeshadow that seems to have like run all the way down her face. And it's pretty heavy around the eyes. And she just kind of, you're struggling to really see this person. Almost like she's a distant memory. Like nothing is really quite, the features are are wrong or they're off or they're distorted. And she just kind of starts to get more and more blurred. And in that instant, all sound is removed from the room. And you just hear a distant voice that is very loud all of a sudden, kind of like that scene in Dune, mm. where they're using the, the powers of the Bene Gesserit. And it's this feminine yeah. voice that echoes, that just shouts in your mind. And it's just continue the work. And as you you're like it takes you by surprise and this continue the work and you feel a hand on your shoulder. Harmony's gonna swing. With your sword? With with the dagger that she has in her hand. You swing the dagger and you stick it into the chest of the same woman that was seated there. Except when she looks up at you, her hands is skeletal. Her hands are skeletal decayed. Most of her body is rotting and she points at the jar and just, and her whole face is missing. And it's just a skull with hollow eyes and a mouth and there are these dark shadows that swirl in it and in that moment you (laughs) and wake from the nightmare on this table the fog is gone and you are back and you are fucking horrified and this is the (laughs) check out this card so if all that was a nightmare, did she actually put the bug in the bottle or not? Yes, she did. This is the four of yeah, this is the four of undead. And there's more to it. There there's a couple of there's a couple of ghosts that are lurking that could be lurking. There's a lot of ghost stories about the shore of the Isle of Redantis, just south, uh, just southeast a few miles off the coast of Bastion's Hold and of course the mm. the Maiden of the Lighthouse, right, which is a, a very popular Vascratorian uh, tale, right, the widow of the of the lighthouse. But this is something different. This is something that really takes you by surprise and you are this scares me, so I assume yeah. Harmony, Harmony is horrified. Harmony doesn't typically get nightmares or night terrors that intense. And so I just imagine her coming to and finding herself pers- like profusely drenched in sweat and just that gasp of air is almost hard enough for her to like choke and she immediately like jumps to her feet because her brain is just like danger mm-hmm. and need to be alert danger i need to get rid of it and she looks around and see that nothing's there right dear <laughs> yeah so mabel and amina harmony is kind of like freaking out because you're you're all there and Harmony's, you know, at attention. She did say it was like 3 a.m. middle of the night. Yes, of it is. It is middle of the night. So, so are we currently asleep then? Um, 
are you like i would say i'm gonna have the two of you that are down here because i think willow is on the decks right around the side i hadn't really given any thought to where she's sleeping so. okay well, okay so we'll say um those that have positioned themselves down here we'll say amina and mabel go ahead and make perception checks for me and also let me know what your passives are because that might make a difference as to whether or not you kind of kind of see harmony have this my passive is 15. Okay, go ahead and make an action. I will check. say that I will say that when you uh when you come to, you probably also just hear Mabel going really loud from <laughs> Oh, that's the, the other side. <laughs> oh, that, oh no. We're rolling a perception? Yep. Perception you say? So my passive is, is a dirty 20. Ooh, okay. And passive for Amina? Uh, it's 14. Okay. And yeah, your active? 14, and then my active is, let's see, I rolled a 16 plus 4, so it would mod 20. Okay, both of you, both of you wake up almost at the same time. And you also have this vague recollection of this nightmare of this woman struggling for breath, and but it, but it, it immediately starts to fade and this woman struggling for breath in the fog in the ship and of this of this terrifying image of this skeletal figure with hollow eyes but it, it to you it didn't had much less context it was just less of a and you were farther away right so something kind of like you saw in the distance and you, uh, uh, and then you kind of ah even more because you see harmony freaking out so there's this moment where you're all kind of doing the the spider-man thing like you know like what's going on so, one person screams yeah. another person screams yeah. because that person screams yeah exactly oh, poor kadisha yeah Oh, poor baby. Yeah, Because everybody's freaking out. So now she's yeah. just sort of, yeah, it's just running in circles. Yeah, like, very excited, making little little ferret, little ferret noises, <laughs> minx <laughs> noises. Yeah. Poor baby. So yeah, y'all have this kind of awkward moment here, and it's like when you, when you and your partner both wake up at the same time from a bad dream. It's fucking, you know, or you were a friend. It's, it's more scary. <laughs> at least at first yeah mabel jumps up ready to fight like she she woke up rage mm -hmm. like, yeah <laughs> you see her, her hair sticking every which way and she's got like a snarl on her face and her eyes are kind of red maybe from rage maybe from lack of sleep <laughs> just just ready to pounce oh my god <laughs> like harmony's just tense looking around and just seems a little either on edge or paranoid mm -hmm. and her arts just dart about the room and then as you two kind of pop up she like tenses even more as if she's about to do something but then stops herself and just takes in a deep breath <sighs> what is it what happened what happened She's, she's, she's straight um, up just, like, ready to go. Super angry. I <clears throat> apologize if I woke the two of you up. I had a bad dream. I, had a, I woke up because I had a bad dream. So did I. 
What? You didn't. It, it, it was a, a lady. Um, it was with, with like a skull face. You, and, yours were definitely uh, more distant. It was like it was like you were looking at her from a distance, and that she was kind of looming in the distance. But Harmony, she was yeah. right there in front of your face. Yours was a lot <sighs> oh, more intense. Really was yeah. not close and personal. Yep, yep. You stabbed her it in just, the chest, and she just kind of like, <gasps> yeah. So des- describe this. Describe this woman again. And Harmony's just pinching the bridge of her nose. I mean, it, it, she was. Like far away, I and it in. It was, it wasn't like, like, intense. It was just, she was just there and kind of creepy. Her face was either like, painted to look like a skull, or it was a skull, and she had like a black dripping hand and some spikes. Right? Is that the same person? Points. At Mabel and is like, yes. How did we have the same dream? Oh my god, are we a family? Is that what happens? Do we all have the same dreams? I, that, Maybe I had is, it so I could protect you. That's I, very sweet, but I don't think that's what this is. I'm going to protect you from this woman. I, I, I would hope there. that if we're all having the same dream, it's a good one and not a nightmare. She got there so fast, and I love her for that. Yeah. (laughs) If it was a premonition, and this dark woman is going to come for us, I am here. I I know what she looks like. I won't let her touch either of you. (laughs) What a mom. We stand. Perfectly capable of defending myself. However... I may have opened a jar that may have contained some formaldehyde, which may be several, I don't know how many months or years old. So perhaps the fumes were just playing with our minds. Perhaps this was all just some kind of stress-induced hallucination, dream connection, mind swap palace. I don't know. I'd like to stop thinking about it. Scary dream. Because you opened a jar. I feel like my idea that it's a premonition is a little more reliable than you thinking we just poisoned ourselves and had the same poison dream. The mind is a strange and wondrous place, and I would like to not think that this was a premonition. That's okay. That's okay. It was just a bad dream. It's just a bad dream. I'm gonna go make some notes so I remember what she looked like, but that's that's okay. You don't have to think about her at all anymore. We're fine. Has anyone seen Raised by Wolves? Show? No, but I want to. It's on my list to watch. I want to just imagine to that Willow had the same dream too. Yeah. But she's like sleeping on the deck and doesn't know any of this is happening. Right. So she like <laughs> woke up. Oh, that was weird. And then yeah. she went back to sleep. Conk right back out. <laughs> Yes. Well, all right. Um, give yourself the inspiration for opening the jar and letting the bug crawl in there if you don't already have one. And if you do, you can. You, do you have DM inspiration, Harmony? Already? I do. Okay, you can uh, either give DM inspiration to someone or you can take a luck point. Um, I will give a DM inspiration to Amina. Amina's our leader. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Anything? Uh, okay. So, would anybody else like to do anything 
in your last few days of travel or in your last few hours of travel during your downtime this isn't really so much um a do thing uh as it is just sort of a a brief mention over the course of the the 10 day that we were on the ship um roughly speaking Mm -hmm. um you also probably would have seen willow without her prosthetic arm attached uh pretty frequently um basically anytime she's not actively working on her projects or doing anything like that she would probably take it off you know let herself breathe stretch do other sorts of physical therapy things just to like sort of take care of herself i'm sorry about the cat that's okay there is nothing i can do about her she's very loud anyway um there's there's one thing she does where she willow that is not the cat um she attaches these little like nodes to different uh different like muscle groups and then you see her just sort of pulsing energy through them um it's it's just a homemade tens unit for anyone who's aware of what those are. Mm-hmm. I um, love those; those are amazing. Phoenix has one. Um, they haven't used it, used it in a long time, but it helps them immensely. Um, yeah, so you you've probably seen her um, more dressed down than she usually is, and like just working that stuff out and sort of making sure she she takes care of her her body. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amina is still asking you a bunch of questions about dwarves. <laughs> Anytime she thinks that it's like she might have a free moment to just ask you about because you're going into the the dwarven stronghold. You're, you know, one of your parents was a is a dwarf, so it's just like, I want to know all about them. I've never met one before. <laughs> Unfortunately, Willow can offer basically no insight into dwarves. Um. Her stepmom and her aunt were not very um, were not very like open or talkative about their about their cultures or their pasts, and she tells you this. Um, so she doesn't know anything about dwarven culture really. Um, sorry. Now Amina is sad for both of us for herself <laughs> because she was really wanted to know, but for you because like you're not a dwarf, but like that's still part of like what you could have grown up in like that's still part of your culture because those are the people that raised you so she said for both of us now Bless. that's amazing mabel has a new project is it find the weird dream lady so i'm putting this that's in so list now yeah so y'all can see i actually have a whole calendar for this all right so it is dawn, or just past dawn, of the fifth day of, Eocost- of Eocosta, because you set out on the 38th of Lycuma. Every month has four 10 days, including one extra day, Soul's Day, at the end of every month. And this is the year of the septennial conjunction, which will give you 329 days of the year instead of 328 days of the year. The septennial co- uh, conjunction occurs at the height of the summer equinox, but you are not yet there. That being said, it is the fifth day of Aocosta, which is spring. Essentially, it is around mid-April or so. It would be April coming into May. Uh, And if you looked at our calendar, so roughly early-ish April, early to mid-April. And you are two days away from Rebel's End, which is celebrated on the seventh day of Aocosta to celebrate the conclusion of the Centuries War against Odror's Rebellion and the return of 
peace to the land, peace and prosperity to the land of the Crown's realm, the Vasquatoria, the realm of Veltheria. And you all are greeted with the news that you are approaching the fortified city of Bastion's Hold. You gather your things together for the day. You have breakfast of oranges and passion fruit that the captain was saving for the very last day, as well and as... And scones. And scones, yes. Yeah. You have a wonderful, delicious breakfast. You gather they your... Come with, they come with clotted cream, and you don't know where she had that. I love it. I love it so much. And as you're all preparing, is anyone doing anything special or unique as they prepare to crest over? You can see now land on the horizon. You can see uh, that you're very close, actually, as you get on the deck that you are on the right, sort of on the eastern side of a very uh, of a large island, which uh, Harmony, those who have been to those that are from Veltheria recognize this as Verdantis Isle. It has so it's sort of this a steep, jagged island of pine trees and rock formations and caverns in the center. It is known to be a stronghold of green dragons tend to make their home on Frodantis, but they tend to be reclusive and they are also aquatic. There have been hunts for green dragons in these shipping lanes before. Uh, there have also been attacks and ships in the history of Veltheria. The last one was about a hundred years ago, but there was a young green dragon that had taken residence in the caves um, closest to one of the uh, ports, one of the uh, listening posts in Verdantis Isle. And a group of adventurers were sent to hunt down this green dragon and put an end to it, eventually uh, oh. vanquishing this dragon and bringing back its teeth to prove uh, their uh, to prove their victory to the Vascatoria. But this is a, a home for uh, mostly green dragons and other creatures of the wood. It is considered extremely dangerous, if not enchantingly beautiful. Many attempts have been made to mine some of these caves, of which there are beautiful emeralds, but um, either deadly plants and poisonous gas fills most of the caves. So it's very dangerous even without dragons because of the noxious fumes that... Uh, protect these emeralds so it is mysterious and alluring at the same time and this is the isle of redantis but you begin to just crest around it as you all make your way over to the decks Whew. mabel had one more thing she wanted to do go ahead while everyone else was doing things um, she well first she makes little boxes of assorted baked goods for all of the crew members mm -hmm. and then she leaves on Eric's desk a big like you know those big floral ba ba baskets that you mm -hmm. can send for like <laughs> thank you gifts mm -hmm. it's that only it's tons of cookies and baked goods and like just this huge thing and there's a little letter that just says like Thank you for giving me the inspiration for what I want to do when I am done with this journey. I am going to move back to Pharos and open up a bakery and call it the Intrepid Baker after you. So thank you very much. Come look for me anytime you're over there. Love, Mabel. Oh, that's so precious. Do you have DM inspiration already? Hmm? 
No, I do not. Give, you, give yourself damn inspiration for being both party mom and ship chef for the entirety Yay. of this downtime ride towards Viltheria. Um, this isn't so much a thing that she does either. It's just flavor for describing things. Um, when Willow comes out, her armor looks different than it did before. Um, excuse me. You see, like, a few extra plates on her chest, sort of padding it out a bit more, um, and adding, like, additional protection. It looks kind of like the pieces of a beetle's carapace. And, um... There were, there were uh, long, like, segmented bands down uh, each leg in her other armor set that had um, these um, hydraulic extenders. They, they helped her move. Um, they, they, were, they helped her stay lighter on her feet. Um, those have been shifted, and they're now running down her, uh, her arm. On, well, on her right side, but I'm using my left hand to press the button. Anyway... On her right arm, um, that segmented band is running down, and it has, and there's um, the same hydraulic support is attached to her uh, right arm instead, um, and it ends in this um, rather bulky uh, gauntlet on that hand um, that has this like large metal uh, cuff just behind the hand, like where her her wrist is. Um, I don't remember what else I was going to say. Uh, but that's that's about the gist of her armor. It's It has, like, additional plates. And then uh, a hydraulic gauntlet of unknown purpose uh, at present. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, up <laughs> When Amina uh, goes into the captain's quarters and sees uh, the giant basket, she just sort of yeah. chuckles to herself. And what she leaves for Eric is a design for him, which is basically a way for him to carry all of his stuff without it being encumbered. Because, like, as somebody who also carries a bunch of stuff, like, I've got all of my instruments, I have a whole mink mm -hmm. sitting on my shoulder, I also had to learn how to carry things without it being you know, bothersome. So right. it's just a small sketch of like a very simple but elegant captain's uniform with like, it's almost like a bandolier for a way for him to carry all of his things so he doesn't trip on the last step. Right. You know, so he can just keep keep that like, yes, I am the captain. Yes, I'm still a little bit goofy, but at least I'm not going to fall on my face. I love it. That's wonderful. And also he does compliment Willow on the new uh, uh, the new armor and the new um, hydraulics and just it's, looks very intimidating and imposing. Thank you. Um, sure you put a lot of work it, into that. Oh yes. Uh, most of my most of my time in school was spent on this really. It is it is the culmination of good two years worth of designing and fabricating and spending every single copper I got my hands on on materials and stuff um, she she points to um, she points to the the power source that's attached to uh, her left shoulder where it connects to the uh, arm and where it connects to the armor she she points to that and she says <clears throat> I'm actually still in debt for this thing 
It is it's very expensive. special. It took a long time to get a hold of, and I, I still owe coin for it. <laughs> um, hopefully, it works the way it's supposed to, though. I have high hopes. Looks dangerous, at least. Well, the other model performed all right in the in the fight we got in on Havas, but well, dangerous too. Anyone that would step in front of you would dare challenge <laughs> you. I'm just hoping it keeps me safe, really. Uh, it, this one's this one's more focused on defense than it is on attack, and just because, I mean, what good's armor if it doesn't keep you safe, right? Exactly. Anybody else have anything they want to do before you crest over the horizon? I forgot to make a small. She also made a little box for our fishy friends. Oh. It's just little fish cakes that are in the shape of fish. Amazing. The snack that smiles back, goldfish. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yep, that's how goldfish were invented. We'll Mabel, we'll Mabel say, did it. We'll say, <laughs> we'll say he found it early, or right at, or snuck in right after you put it down, and was like already kind of finishing one, and just kind of like put a fan on you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Uh, Hominy would not be really doing anything special, but she's gonna. As they get closer, she's going to take a moment to kind of go up on the main deck uh, and lean on the, the railing and just watch as they come in. And Perfect. the memory of her stepfather. She has complicated feelings about the man. But Indeed. it doesn't it doesn't dissuade what happened. And she reaches into her bag and pulls out this very worn, very kind of, it's obviously well-loved, um, family portrait. Um, and just kind of stares at it whilst watching them come in. Okay. And it almost steals her resolve a little. I love that. Party name idea. Daddy issues. <laughs> I would be down for this. We're at least three for five on that. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, my dads are great. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I mean, Mabel's dad probably wasn't great, considering he was very much a bug. Oh no. No, it was it was it was my dad who was the nice bugbear. So she was fine with her with her bugbear dad. It was her mom that she uh, butted heads with. I mean, we could go with mom issues too, like <laughs> parental moms, issues. Willow's moms were great. Damn it, you guys and your semi-functional <laughs> families. My no-consequences right. power fantasy is a good home life. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, part part of the fantasy is having great parents. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love my real-life parents, but, like, you know. 
yeah, no, I get right. it, I get it. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to just have a no trauma character and yeah. they're just happy. Let's not go that far. <laughs> Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm having dog issues. Oops. The issue is That's that he's not on camera. Yeah, right. And should be. It's gonna knock over my go. entire backdrop. <laughs> As you crest... Turn this off a little bit. As you crest around the horn of Redantis Isle, a massive expanse of wood, sails, and steel greet you in the harbor with soaring red banners and grandiose magnificence. Hundreds of sloops, schooners, brigs, and merchant marine vessels either wait at anchor or make way out to sea. Sailing directly into your line of sight are roughly 20 Voskratorian heavy warships, including five man-of-wars, 11 frigates or ships of the line, four galleons, and several well-armed brigs. Several more frigates and an additional man-of-war remain behind to protect Nilaru Bay. The full might of the Vascratorian Navy, the Kirasta, has been brought to bear, likely to secure the Ark. As you sail through the bay and into Bastion's Harbor, otherwise known as the Bastila, an imposing reinforced fortress city of stone and mortar looms as an unwavering giant set upon the mouth of the Sire River. The central tower of Meath Aranor rises above all to cast its gaze upon all entering the harbor. Flanked by a dozen fortified towers and lined with rows upon rows of ballistae and cannon, the impenetrable fortress of Isindra's hold stands as a testament to the true might of the Voskratoria. Suddenly, a high-pitched bestial screech lingers above you, clawing at your eardrums as six griffin riders soar by overhead while patrolling the harbor. <laughs> a show of might and majesty. Beyond the 30-foot-high walls that enclose the military might of the crown, a bustling city of national pride, military achievement, and storied history awaits you. As you approach, you can see the old pre-rebellion wood and stone buildings that comprise Bastion's hold stand. They stand as a testament to both the crown and the unrivaled masonry of the men and elves that constructed them hundreds of years ago. A chill breeze blows in from the west as you make your final approach to the docks ward of Bastion's hold. Bells ring to greet your arrival, and military commanders shout. You can see rows of marching soldiers in the streets in formation, and the statue of one of the great warriors of old, Decus, protecting the harbor with, bra with blade raised aloft to the heavens, above his trusty steed rearing in pose, greets you. 
Bastion's hold awaits you, adventurers. And the world of Valtheria and of Valerion is now officially open for the five of you. And that's where we're going to end the session for the evening. I have goosebumps. I have literal goosebumps. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, that block text was rad. So good. Um, I see that was so good. I'm so ready for us to ditch adventuring and start up a business together. Let's go. Do it. We need to. We need to. He's gonna pipe Piper people right into Mabel's bakery. Yes. Yes. Once we've the done baker. Once we've done the more immediate job in Bastion's Hold, uh, Willa would would very much like to take a trip up to Cassandros if we can. Uh, where's Cassandros? North of Bastion's Hold. It's the. Yep. If you zoom out and look to the um to the right ah. hand side of the map, you'll be able to see Cassandros. Yep. There we go. I always uh, zoomed in city, too much. City of Jewels. Ooh. So she grew up in Brackenridge, which is like east. And by east, I mean west. I forgot my directions. Which mm-hmm. is like west of Bastion's Hold, like north and west. Um, and then her friend, one of her, one of her friends. Like her oldest friend is in Cassandros. She was supposed to meet him there. They were starting a business together. Oh my god! And she just like dipped for Halavas instead. Oh my god! <laughs> she did you tell that friend? Okay. She sent him a message, but like mm. he still had to go to Cassandros by himself. And yeah, yeah, it's a cold thing. Oops. Oops. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> I know. I know. Amina and Mabel really want to go to City of Lights. Mm-hmm. That's the, the uh, stories. Ooh, I know. We're gonna go say hello to our friends. It's been ooh. There's so many options right now. There's Diesel Shot, Mad Bird, and Absolute Twenty. We're gonna we're gonna do Absolute Twenty because I think they could use they could use a boost. So we're gonna go say hello to our friends at Absolute Twenty Pod. But before we do, let's go around the table and say where the people of the internet can find uh, all of you. Uh, lovely individual. So let's start in reverse order. Let's go with Garnet. Now that I've got your link tree up. Hey y'all. Um, so uh, you can find me uh, pretty much anywhere. Um, just at Ashton Brienne um, on Twitter currently. Uh, having thoughts about that, but we're not going to get into it now. Uh, Instagram and here on Twitch. Um, I am a filmmaker and uh, eventually, well, uh, since I've been t- promise that my my larger gaming computer will be fixed by next week i'm gonna start playing uh just streaming elder scrolls where you get to watch me run around and pick flowers and make potions and uh freak out because i've run into a jaguar um i don't play yeah oh no this is not me playing well this is me playing like somebody who just wants to make potions forever that's me with final fantasy we're good i'm here for it and speaking of Final Fantasy and all of other all things good, <laughs> it's late for me too. Miss Meable Goodberry, Nikki, what you got going on? Oh, COVID brain. That's what I've got yeah. going on. <laughs> other than that, um, let's see. I'm I'm Nikki. I'm Coyote Witch um, on Twitch and on Instagram. I'm the Coyote Witch on Twitter. I'm just Coyote Witch. Um, Twitter's still where most of my stuff is so please find everything over on twitter it is my gateway drug um i am currently 
doing a whole bunch of one shots coming up for with the Lost Caravan crew. Um, I've actually got four, um, two, two this week, and then two the following week. So if you're interested in those, I will post them on Twitter because I don't COVID brain. I don't know the exact days and times, but I will post everything there. Um, yeah, the only thing else I'm working on is trying to, you know, stay, stay upright. I've been sleeping a lot, so that's that's it. That's it. All right, and we're so happy that you were able to join us and go get some sleep after this, uh, Avalon. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> Hello, yeah. So, um, I am here uh, a couple times every two weeks, um. But I'm also on I, I'm on TikTok at ADHD and D. Um, I haven't posted anything in a hot minute, uh, but you know history runs in cycles. Well, I'll be back. Just chill. Um, but otherwise, I do voice acting uh, for the most part with Faustian Nonsense right now. Um, they're a podcast network of both sponsored shows and original content. In fact, two of our sponsored shows are currently crowdfunding on Seed and Spark. Um, one of them is called Karen 1%. Uh, it is a sci-fi musical drama about a black woman who becomes a product manager for a secret federal agency. Mm. She's so good at her job that she finds out the products are evil. The story is about her regrets, how they control her, and the ways she tries to overcome them. Um, and then the other one, I need to let go of the mic for a second. Okay, uh, is called Ethics Town. Um, the tagline I've been given for it is: "It is a cosmic horror podcast about philosophical conundrums, political malpractice, masterful deception, and of course, a weird small town." <laughs> Stan, we love weird small towns. Well, go check all of that out. Thank you so much, Avalon. And uh, of course, we have Renee and No Ordinary Heroes. What you got going on, girl? Hey, 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 it's me, Mario. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hi, my name's Renee, if you didn't know. Uh, I am the head, the demoness, PNG tuber of No Ordinary Heroes. We create video game content where I play things terribly and you laugh at me. That's <laughs> the whole bit. Only um, cans. <laughs> you only cans, yeah. You were feeding the fire there, though, I Essie. Was. I was, yeah. <laughs> That's like a it bad combination. Great. I'll be like, that's I, I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> I I definitely enjoyed having you in. That was great. <laughs> but yeah, just meme stuff. I like to play games, be terrible at it. With with Halloween just passed, I played a whole bunch of Halloween games, which I am terrible, like even more terrible at, because I get scared all the time. Um so yeah if you're interested in that kind of stuff you can find me at no ordinary heroes on basically all social media um or no official on twitter um mostly active on twitter and tiktok but whatever fits your fancy mm -hmm. and it's all there in the chat too the, with the link tree and uh you can go check them out please do thank you renee and also you can join our discord server if you are queer or a witch, or like tabletop role-playing games, or any of those other things, or even like catching Pokemon, coming out with other like-minded individuals who love all of the same stuff. Uh, and we're going to take it out with a raid on our friends at Madbird Streams. So whatever you want to say, 
have fun. These are good friends of ours. They're really great uh, and uh, a lot of fun, really great people, and I'm excited. So let's go and say hello to our friends at Madbird, and we will see you back here in two weeks and on Monday the 14th for Stormwatch. So we'll see you back in a couple of weeks. We love you very much. Be gay, do crime. Peace out, witches. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Rating now. And I will see all of you next time. Yeah. yeah I'm going to bed right away, guys. I'm oh, yeah. so tired. Absolutely. You should. Yeah. I'm going to go watch